All right, here we are on a Friday. T-G-I-F. And pull the microphone over there, Zach. Join me on the air for just a second. Did this first month of January seem to go by like at light speed? It Maybe, did. Like hyper light it, speed. Yeah, it did. Because I mean, like I said, I didn't even go watch a movie last month. I think I saw one. And that was Glass, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. Just a weak month. Yeah, it's, it has been a weak month. Mm-hmm. There's not been anything... The only other one that I, I almost went last night and saw the the kid who might be king or gotcha. whatever because mm-hmm. it got really good reviews and I just haven't but and I like the Arthian legend and all yeah. of that and they've tried to update it so mm-hmm. I might still go see it next week though it all starts again right and we got a bunch of stuff opening next two weeks mm-hmm. and I'll talk to it with to you uh, to excuse me Matt Smith in just a moment next week uh, is. Um, Oh, what is it that's coming out? The, the new one with uh, Neeson. Um, oh, that Where movie. he's the, sm- the snow plow guy and uh, the mob kills his kid and he goes and and as Mr. Vigilante. Is it Cold Pursuit? Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. That's gotcha. what it is. It's Cold gotcha. Pursuit. And there's a bunch of other ones mm-hmm. coming out. And then the, the big one the week after is Alita, yeah. Battle Angel, which is part of my top mm-hmm. five. I think maybe it was an honorable mention. Yeah. Seventh movie of the year that I really wanted to see. And the main reason I want to see it is because you've got uh, James Cameron mm-hmm. uh, being producer. And, you know, the producer does more than just raise money. Producer has a lot of sway over what a movie does right. and what the director does. Mm-hmm. You remember who the director is, right? I did not. I did Robert not. Rodriguez. Okay. And I love Robert Rodriguez. I don't think I've ever seen a movie he's done that I didn't like. I mean, I remember when he did El Maharishi. I said Maharishi, and it wasn't Maharishi. Uh, it's the guy that plays the guitar down in Mexico, you know? Uh-huh. It, 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 you know, the band that goes around and plays the Mexican music at restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the guitarist is known as a specific kind of guitarist. I can't think of the word right now. But uh, they made a low-budget one first, and then they came back, and they had uh, Antonio Banderas play the uh, title role, and he and he walked around with, you know, he had the guitar case with all the stuff in it. And I'm looking at, look, Matt comes in, and he looks like he came right out of the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, he looks like he came out of that movie. Doesn't he look like he came out of that movie? You what movie? What I like that well, jacket. Um, the one that... Uh, Robert Rodriguez did uh, his his big break into moviedom. Oh, the guy, the the Mexican guy that played, that walked around with all the guns in his yeah, guitar yeah, case. What yeah, was that called? Yeah. El uh, Mariachi. Yeah. Mariachi. 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 Yeah. Mariachi. 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 That's what yeah, it was. And then they went and they remade it again about yeah. a year and a half later with uh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it was great. And, uh, I'm telling you, you could have been a walk. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I had oh, yeah. no idea he was a director of Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah. Spy he did all the Spy Kids. His kids are in that. Yeah. His, you know, he's big, yeah, his kids are on all that. Yeah. And of course, he did, uh, you know, Planet, whatever. Uh, Planet Terror. Yeah, Planet, Planet Terror. Terror. Yeah. And Machete, I think. Uh, yeah, Machete. Mm-hmm. He did also, uh, what was the the other one? Uh, well, no, Tarantino did the second one with uh, Kurt Russell, where Kurt Russell was the guy in the car and he was riding around at a high rate of speed all the time. It was a remake of a '60s movie, and I forget what's the name of that movie. I'm 
I'm kind of brain dead today. Here's what happened, all right? What happened? I, I was sitting up, and I got caught watching the 1939 version with Janet Gaynor and Frederick March, A Star okay. is Born. Oh, okay. Well, The origin. There's worse things you could do with your time. Oh, man, it was a good movie. Oh, Gosh, It was done. It was Goodness. done. Done well. Yeah. Yeah. It had yeah. eight Academy Award nominations. You know, you could have watched Bright. I mean, at least yeah, the time was that. well spent. And then, <laughs> come in, these were, you know, they're 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 playing the uh, the are, are, Oscar winners. Are, are, All right, is now. our camera working today? It yeah. is. We're yeah, live. it is. See, it's All right, red. Okay. All right, it's red. That means we're live. Right, it means you're live. That's, That's right. what we're saying. So the other one that uh, I watched was the first movie that Debbie Reynolds ever made. Okay, she's 19 years old. Oh, really? So she starred along Donald O'Connor uh-huh. and Gene Kelly and singing in the rain. Nice. It's a great movie. Nice. It's one of my all time favorite musicals. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's it's like I'm a sucker. I I should have not stayed to watch the very beginning of. It. Oh, no. No. And so I see the very opening where it's got the three of them with their backs to you, and they got the yellow slickers on, right? And they got the umbrellas, and then and, 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 and you it couldn't says, let it go. It says Gene Kelly on the back of one, then it goes Donald O'Connor on the other one, and then Debbie Reynolds on the third one. And they turn around and they're singing, singing in the rain, and they're splashing in the water. And I go, I'm stuck. I cannot leave this movie. And I watched it. The movie is so good, and it is so funny. And if you know any of the history behind it, the stories about that movie are legendary. I mean, legendary. Gene Kelly was a tyrant on the soundstage. Said the guy just drove people crazy. He didn't want Debbie Reynolds in the movie. Said she couldn't dance well enough. Really? And uh, they, I guess the that studio head said, "Well, studio overruled him. You like it or not? She's in the movie. She's in the movie, yeah." And I just forgot how beautiful she was. And when you look at her, if you put a white outfit on her, she looks exactly like Princess Leia. I'm just telling you, since that's her daughter. Okay, so I'm I'm sitting there watching the movie, and they're doing these close ups of her, and I'm going, "Man." This is just the way Hollywood used to be, the golden age of Hollywood. You're talking about how great she looks. Uh, the Technicolor, they used Technicolor, and Technicolor was just so vivid, and the colors were just soaked into the scenery, and and, and Sid Cerise dances with Gene Kelly in the middle when they do the New York uh, Melody segment. Man, I just loved that movie, and then I loved the lady that's the real pain in the butt during all things, and and was showing how they were trying to keep her from going the way of the dodo bird, which happened to, to a lot of women and men when they were co- going from silent films to talking. Right, right. Suddenly, they started talking, and people say, well, it sounds like that. I mean, it happened to Valentino. Yeah. Valentino had this little whoopy, wimpy voice, and yeah. all the women thought. His accent. Uh, that accent. You know, that that accent kind of, yeah. yeah, and he couldn't hardly speak English. Now, if if – if they didn't want to watch us on Facebook Live, they could go to the website and listen live. Yeah. How would they do that? You go to uh, 101.1 FM, the answer dot com, and there it will be. Just listen live. 101.1 FM. Uh, now, is FM on it now, or is it just 101.1, the answer? It'll come up. Either way, it'll come up, and just click on listen live. 1011fmtheanswer.com. Okay, there you go. 1011fmtheanswer.com. All lowercase. Yep. Just type it in there. And then just 
hit listen you'll listen to the show you hear it real time good show well worth listening to matt's on it it's always well worth listening to a match well on you it. know man hey it's the way it goes anyway you go hey bye. matt yeah have you seen the movies last month we were um, just talking about this. man i you know i i mean I, i'm gonna tell you man i i just i have been sadly disappointed with the crop of motion pictures in january yep it's it's glass it's really the only thing that was worth going to see it's really disappointed me and i'm just glad that uh coming up you know coming up on friday uh there'll be some good mainstream hollywood hits back out there um you know i mean on the Cold eighth pursuit yeah on the eighth <laughs> Uh, you know, there's the Lego Movie Two. That's right. I forgot about that. One. Um, also on the eighth is What Men Want, uh, with my girl Tosh P. Henson. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah she's, she's in that one. She's a great. She's actress. awesome. Love her. You know, that's out there. Of course, you got Cold Pursuit on the eighth with Liam Neeson, and that's a remake of a um, a, a film that was originally made in Sweden, and they. Uh, got a lot of black humor in that. I think it's going to be much better than when he did the movie on the train. Uh, I think it's going to be much better than when he did the movie on the airplane. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Cold Pursuit on the eighth. And then you got this um, this this horror film called The Prodigy from uh, Orion Pictures. That might be interesting. So all four of those are going February the eighth. Uh, then on the thirteenth, you got uh, Isn't It Romantic from Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the thirteenth, Happy Death Day two. Yes. On the fourteenth, uh, Lead a Battle Angel. I am going to go see Alita Battle Angel on the 14th. On the 15th, I will go and see uh, the other one you just talked about before. Happy Death Day 2. Yeah. Happy then on the 22nd, too. you got uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, March 1st, Medea, a Medea family funeral. And, uh, of course, on the 8th, the big one, Captain Captain Marvel. So, you know, it, it, there's got to be some serious movie going happening out there. Now, you know... If you've been visiting Riverdale 10, you know, you've had some good motion pictures to watch. Yes. I mean, we've got Stan and Ollie playing this week. Of course, it's PG. Um, great film. Wonderful reviews on the on that picture. Um, hit Riverdale10.com for your advanced tickets. Uh, current features and showtimes. Uh, cl- complete description of the films are right there. You can, you know, re- reserve your seat for the luxury leather electric recliners with tables. Uh, you know, check out that uh, that uh, beer and wine menu there. we got eight different wines and 40 different beers. And, of course, any kind of food you want to eat, cheeseburgers, french fries, onion rings, White Castle cheeseburger sliders, fresh made-to-order handcrafted pizzas, you know, uh, great at best nachos in town. Don't forget the free popcorn bucket. Pick you up one of those for some free popcorn. Stan and Ollie's on the screen. It's exclusive right there at Riverdale 10. And hey, Let me just talk about that movie. That's a good movie. Okay. It's a great hey, movie. Steve Coogan is one of the most underrated comedians in filmdom. That guy is great. The film is is spot on. Philip Martin loved it. Got a great review in the Democrat Gazette. That's exclusive uh, there at Riverdale 10. And, of course, also new today is Miss Bala uh, from Sony Pictures. You got that over at Riverdale? That's playing at Riverdale 10, yes. Ooh, that's supposed exclusive. to be some good action. On the screen, yes. And, of course, we're holding over Green Book, Oscar-nominated. Uh, holding over The Favorite, which is also Oscar-nominated. Uh, the uh, Oscar-nominated film If Bill Street Could Talk, the Oscar-nominated film Vice, the Oscar-nominated A Star is Born, and the Oscar-nominated Bohemian Rhapsody. Those are all still playing at Riverdale, Riverdale10.com. Still playing Glass, which is the number one picture in the nation with uh, Samuel Jackson and, of course, um, Bruce Willis. Uh, On the Basis of Sex is still playing at Riverdale. 
and the upside. And, of course, the upside has Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. And, again, um, I think that film is is underrated. I, I think that film is, is much better than you would think with um, – um, again, the problem is STX and the marketing budget. Uh, the upside's okay. a great motion picture. Those two guys knock it out of the park. So, uh, Riverdale10.com, be sure to pick up that 2019 Theater Group free popcorn tub. Get your 200 ounces of popcorn free every Wednesday. Yum. Get your refill for just $4 on Thursday through Tuesday, which is less than the price of a small popcorn. And uh, be sure to sign up for the rewards program. You know, you sign up for the rewards program, and you get points for every dollar you spend. You turn those points into free food, free drinks, free movie tickets, Riverdale10.com. Sign up for the email newsletter. Like our Facebook page and follow events. We got the uh, Rebel Without a Cause coming up uh, Tuesday, February the 12th at 7 p.m. The tickets are on sale now at Riverdale10.com. That's Rebel Without a Cause from 1955. And that is the classic movie for February. So don't don't forget that one. Tuesday, February the 12th, Rebel Without a Cause. So hit us up at Riverdale10.com and check that out. That's what's on this week. And, of course, I just mentioned what's coming up. All right. Now, the excitement of Bala, Miss Bala, is going to be great. I want to see this movie. Bala in Spanish means bullet. Yes. So it's Miss Bullet is what it means in English. The gang that's featured in the film is called Astralis, and their logo is a lowercase e, accompanied by a star, and Estrala is the Spanish word for star, just so you'll know. It's a remake of a Spanish movie, in fact. Give me that website again. What's your website? The website for listening live. For, to listen live, mm-hmm. you go to. Is it www? Yeah. Dot. Go ahead. Jump in there, Zach. 1011FMTheAnswer.com. 1011FMTheAnswer.com. So you don't put a point in there. No. Yeah, no doubt. 1011FM. The answer. The answer. Dot com. Gotcha. And then when the front, when landing page comes up, up at the. I think it's the upper right corner, isn't it, uh, Russ, that you click on and says listen live. So you can listen live to us right here. I got to go see Miss Bala. I'm, I'm, I'm up for this movie. I, I like, you know, as much as I like, you, know, you go back to The Godfather. I love those those old movies about crime bosses and all of that. Now I'm I'm hooked on all of the ones dealing with Colombian drug lords, yeah. Mexican drum, oh drug lords, and so all of that. Good. All the stuff on Netflix. Right? I think Did you watch uh, Narcos, Mexico? Oh, yeah. I've been. Man, I've been, I haven't notch. finished it yet, but I'm close. Top notch stuff, right there. And they're going to be able to do at least three or four seasons about mm-hmm. Mexico. Well, I would hope so. I mean, they. I'm sure they're going to get into the whole zetas thing they got to get into all the former military people okay taking over the drug trade down in mexico and that's when it got really 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 can i say one more time really vicious in the mexican drug trade when, what time was that around? netflix does tv well yes well, it does. yes they do <laughs> <laughs> it's the, they're a great tv it station is, it is the, the the from the peanut gallery comes the statement they do TV well. They do TV well. Stay out of the movie I industry. mean, they, they just, they, they are so much better than PBS. I mean, they're just. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am, I am very disappointed. The WBN. About Roma. You know, they get, get it's got, it's got a uh, best picture nomination. I know. I wonder what that cost them. 
A lot. Wonder who they had to pay off to get. I that. don't know. <laughs> Just wondered, you know, who, how many I, legs I they had to break. To I that. haven't watched it on uh, on Netflix yet. Haven't I watched? What was the movie I watched last night? Uh, the guy that's in the Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, and he plays uh, the Hawk, the Hawkeye, or not Hawkeye. He, but he flies around. Black character. Oh, Black Falcon. Yeah, Black Falcon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah the guy. Mm-hmm. He's in it. And he's the guy that was the producer of it. Okay. He helped get all the money together. He did not direct it. And it was about the earth is dying and uh, the, the the world has gone to, uh, was it Io is the moon around Jupiter and that's where they've relocated to at the time. And uh, I thought, man, this is going to be a great movie. But it was one of those movies I started watching. <laughs> it's like, it's almost two hours long, right? Are you talking about Io? Io, yeah, Io, yeah, just and came I, out. And mm-hmm. I'm all, I, I'm watching this movie, and I figure, we, what, what is the the black actor's name? Um, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, and he's going to be the lead actor and for I, the new season of Art of the Carbon. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, so I'm thinking this is going to be a great movie. Okay. At about an hour and fifty minutes, I'm waiting for the payoff of this movie, and there is none. <laughs> Which movie is this now? Io. It's I and O. It's on Netflix. And it's right. on Netflix. So it's not really a movie. It's, it's yeah. really, well, yeah, it's it's really some, a TV movie. Right. It's, right. it's made for TV. You remember how you used so to So I'm be. watching that. And right. I'm going, I'm like, right. what? In That's the something hell did you did. I just, why right. did I spend two hours watching right, this? Right, because right, because yeah, because that's something you'd find in that Betamax bin for twenty five cents. You know, no, the there's video a, store. probably. But so there's been a trend with Netflix movies all about uh-huh. post apocalyptic, you know, era. Some stuff. of them are good. Some of them aren't. They got one out yeah. called Occupation. Yeah. It's an Australian. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's it has some. Yeah. It's got like. 30 minutes of really watchable I mean, stuff. Somebody will it, say that Taco Bell is good, but I mean, is that really Mexican food? I mean, <laughs> no, I don't care. Why? It tastes good. I mean, somebody I says the Olive Garden is good, but I mean, is that really Italian? Yeah. yeah. But they seem to have that trend with the, 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 each movie that's coming out. But you watch their series, too, though. You they admit. do TV really well. TV. And, and yes, just stay in your lane, brother. That's all I'm saying. Stay in your lane. <laughs> what was the movie that came out with Will Smith over a year ago? Like Bright. Bright. Yeah, Bright. I never watched that. I haven't seen it. You yeah. know why? Because it reminds me of the one that... Uh, I don't know why they the just... The guy from the... From uh, uh, James... Camp, not Cameron. Um, the guy who played Sonny in The Godfather. Okay. Mike... Uh, oh, got it. Con. James Con. James Con. Yeah. All right, and then Manny Patikin was right. the alien, and they right. were they were partners. Okay, it yep. looks like that. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it looks like this. It, it's a ripoff. <laughs> of course, yeah. It's um, you know, I don't know why they I should have known it. It's got Will Smith in it. Why then they just send Will Smith a check and save us all a lot of time? Just telling you, yeah, that's you know, a guy that yeah. I've really lost a lot of respect for. I mean, if you spent, you know, our ninety. Maybe maybe ninety maybe a hundred minutes watching Bird Box. Man, somebody oh just needs gosh. to take you outside and beat you. I mean, uh, you just need to be beat. You I know, mean, somebody just needs to I take you outside and beat you. I saw it done. <laughs> somebody just needs to take you outside and beat before, you. Before, yeah, and they couldn't. They, they had to be quiet. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a it's PG a quiet place. This is a PG rated radio program, so I can't say what needs to be beat. So I'll just say butt. You need your butt beat <laughs> if you gave a hundred minutes of your life to Bird Box. I can't believe I, I just... You and, really do. And then gave it <sighs> thumbs up. Zach, don't tell me you watched that. 
Dave, he told me to watch. He watched it first. I did, and then he told me to watch it. And see, just I can't be friends with you guys. I cannot be friends with you guys. I cannot be friends. We're not friends anymore. It was a cheap ripoff. I don't even know you guys. I don't even know you guys. Look, next you're gonna tell me you never seen the Godfather, but you watch Bird Box. (laughs) Something's wrong with you guys. (laughs) Can get you guys some help, man. Uh, We got to get a break in. (laughs) We got more coming. We got a break for counseling around here. Matt Smith is here. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Matt Smith is here. We will uh, come back and talk more with him right after the news. All right, so I'm talking to these guys, and I'm asking them if they had seen the new, uh, you know, trailer that they put out for Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, they broke it into kind of two different ways because The Rock mm-hmm. and uh, what's Jason his name? Statham. Don't get right. it. No, 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 not those two guys get along fine. Oh, I'm talking real life here. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. and The Rock hate each other now. So now The Rock is doing Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and so is Vin Diesel. So don't expect to see Vin Diesel in this Fast and Furious. This has got uh, Statham, and it's got The Rock. Yeah, in it's it. a side story, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a side story. So the director, though, now when I saw this makes me definitely want to see it david leach directs it you know who you know what david leach has done right he's the guy that directed john wick john wick three is coming out and uh he did a little bit uh, and the credits on john wick three will be better than the entire bird box movie <clears throat> yes you're right about that you just can't. You just can't get enough of Bird Box. Come on, man! man. I guess you what else? Dave has seen Bird Box, but he hasn't seen Green Book. Man. I mean, Green Book is so good. Oh, man. Man. I, I got to go see it. All you right. better go watch gotta... Vice this week. You better okay. go watch Vice. No other... excuse, man. No oh, excuse. You know what? I was planning to go see that two weeks ago, right? But I, like I said, instead I watched Green Book and I saw. Of the course, mule. of course, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 you needed to. So you saw you saw Green Book. You saw the Mule. Yeah. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Have you seen A Star Is Born? Yes. Okay. All right. You've done what you need to do. Now, if you've done those, if you've done those, <laughs> the then, checkmark, then the checklist. Need, yeah, yeah. You need to see. Yeah, yeah. Vice is worth your time. Vice is worth your time. And I, I'm glad it got nominated. It's a good film. Yeah. I like Vice. It's just not as good as my top three from this Oscar season, which. As I've been preaching to everybody since August, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, Stars Born, Green Book. Those are my three picks right there. One of them should win Best Picture. One of them should win Best Director. Um, and and the only the only category I am having a hard time with is uh, when they're trying to nail down Best Actor because you got the guys from Green Book, you right. got the guys from Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. you got the guys from Stars Born. So I can't complain about whoever gets Best Actor if one of, one of them get it. That's yeah. fine, but. And I know there's some other films out there, you know, up for Best Picture. That's cool. But Green Book, A Star is Born, of Bohemian Rhapsody must win Best Picture or I'm going to be insulted. And see, those movies came out, you know, late 2018, except for, you know, like I said, that we had this dry month of right. January films. Right, right. So well, that's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I mean, A Star is Born was October. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was the first Friday in November. Right. And uh, the uh, Green Book was like November the sixteenth or something. November the twentieth. I don't know. It was, a, it was the Friday. The mm. Friday before Thanksgiving. Right. But yeah, I mean they're great films. And and but you know typically that's what happens in January. You have all of those commercial films released um, 
during the holiday season, during Christmas, yeah, and and those hold over in January, and then you have a lot of uh, extra runs and extra theaters that are mm-hmm. picking up the the Academy Award nominated films and the Golden Globe nominated films. That happens in January every right. year, right? But uh, that drought of new awesome film product is going to end uh, next Friday, next week. the eighth. Because yeah. I remember a couple of, a couple of years ago, there were some great January films like uh, what was it, Patriots Day, and. Um, with Mark Wahlberg, and there was a few other films that came out two years ago. That was, I mean, it was a great month, well, really good. Well, actually, what happened when when you think about like you know like American Sniper? I know you think about American yeah. Sniper, yep. but they opened American Sniper and in just a handful of major cities like New York, L.A., maybe a couple other spots on Christmas Day to qualify for awards. Yeah, then they widened out American Sniper around oh i don't know i think martin luther king weekend is weekend they 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 went wide and put it in theaters all over america mm-hmm. and that was a huge film i mean yeah. it was just it was huge it was it was big uh big box office of course patriots day 2 was a good film that came out in january you're right yeah you're right but i, I think the biggest martin luther king weekend movie ever was american sniper uh ride along was big one year that weekend as well oh, yeah right yeah along. ride along was real big yeah. one year good comedy that came out one year that was real big that holiday weekend too um but i think american sniper was the biggest ever uh glass had a good weekend though but i'm too good weekends. yeah but i mean if you think about it though like like we said earlier or we may have said this before we went on air glass is the best motion picture in january kind of really the only thing if you you know if you think about it so yep it was it was a, it was a slow month. Although I no will doubt. say that uh, it got great reviews. The kid who would be king got great reviews. They're, well, they're not watching it. Uh, it's it's not doing the box office they had hoped. And I think with with that age group, you know, your intellectual property, you've got to have something kind of built in there. You need you need a book. You need a cartoon. You need some kind of animated thing. You something need a TV show. Right. You do mm-hmm. to try to get McDonald's that age group out. Meal. You got to get that age group like out. Like Dragon there. Ball yeah. Super Broly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a surprise. Oh yeah. That Mac. was a surprise. Man, I saw that the first night of the that was Wednesday a surprise. Night. And I will tell you. See, it's a surprise to you, surprise to me too. Oh, I think it surprised everyone. I cannot stand Dragon Ball. No, I, I just I think people were out there and and they were just they were hungry for product. They had screens to fill, That's and right. they put that they put that title on. That's true. I don't think anybody thought that title would do anywhere close well, to see, the box office that it did. Right. You know, you think that you know a movie like Dragon Ball Super Brother or just that series they have like a yes. niche community. You would think that, but like I said, anime has grown over the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, decade or what. It has grown. And so I know there's a lot of people, Dragon Ball was their introduction to anime. For me, it was. And so, you know, when I walked into that movie theater, that room was filled. It was packed. You know, so my problem with, with anime still is that, number one, I hate the animation process that they <laughs> use on it. Yeah. I mean, I remember when they used this animation process with Clutch Cargo. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going back before any of your guys time okay where the the big thing was they've got mouth motion (laughs) and so when clutch cargo talked his lips moved it looked like what they had done dave's talking about when moses was watching just about that's (laughs) about what i'm talking i'm just saying that tells me you know japan needs to get with the program and learn how to animate some some stuff Either that or the brain waves that are going on in millennials are way way behind it's the weed it might be (laughs) It could it very well. Could hey, they're be. trying to legalize it, man. Something's wrong with them. No, I'm just saying it very well could be the problem. They're, <laughs> Something they're completely they're foggy, you know. And then yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, man, 
That anime, yeah. Did you see that one? They actually, their mouths moved. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I, I really don't. And Cheech and Chong probably loved anime, right? I guess the last one that I tried to get into was Titans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see and what you're saying. I haven't been able to saying. get into that either. <laughs> the, gonna, the only one that I hey. really liked was, was uh, Ghost in the Shell. That was a legitimate, great storyline that they did. And I, I watched it even though all the characters walk like the old Frankenstein movie. Hold up. What? Pro- production just came over here and shut the door to the studio. I'm off the reservation. What was it too much uh, no, with Cheech no, and Chong? No, you you us, shut the studio us, door. No. Two of us uh, talking too loud. <laughs> okay, all right. That's, that's I'm thinking, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> we no. too loud I'm off the reservation now. If we I went that. totally co-cheese but on you. But you too. If I really want to okay. get him crazy, all I have to do is say, alcohol cabot. Oh, man, come on with that. <laughs> come on. You're on my pet peeve there, That man. happens. I walk out of the studio wait, wait. and let Matt run the show for a Hold half up. hour. The things what about, you said. What about, a, what about a swimming pool in Pine Bluff? There you go. Get on that. Crime Get on Bluff. That. Oh, man. No, I was down wow. at Pine Bluff last Saturday. And? For two and? basketball games. So you and? Know, I mean, I looked around the place. I looked around, and it doesn't look good. Was it at the arena? Yes. Yeah, the new and one. And was it sad? <laughs> Was yeah. there like, well, how many people there? Tell me, seriously, uh, just 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 snowball how many people were in there? Well, just give me off the top of your head. I don't know if it was a special night that night, but there was, you know, students. Okay. You know, so, they, I so mean, it was filled with students. But on the, on the other side of me, where I was mm-hmm. located or sitting down, mm-hmm. there was, a you know, a, quite a good amount of people who were there. Okay. So, like I say, it may have been a couple special hundred, night. Maybe. Couple hundred, couple thousand. <sighs> Man. I'm going with a thousand, a thousand go. even, thousand people, something like that, in that, a joint that holds twelve thousand five hundred. Because the wow. other eleven thousand five hundred were scared to go. Okay, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I'm serious. I, you know, why do you think you need to put a swimming pool in down there? You need to yeah. put a library in down there when you got all of these problems. You need to solve those problems before you spend twenty million on those two things. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I yeah. Did mm-hmm. you Did you ride around and look at the potholes bigger than your car? Oh no, I didn't. Know. Okay. I was, All right. Yeah. You, know, right. you wanted to, to save the suspension, up. right? I went to pipe up. I looked around the place with the basketball arena. They need okay. to be buying all their police officers <laughs> AR-15s. They need to do so. They need to hire enough police first. Crime. I mean, it's the first thing they need well, to yeah. do. Crime. Bluff. It's called crime didn't bluff for a reason, man. Twenty six officers shy. Yes. Of what they need, yes. Of what they need, not over what they need, but what they need. They're that short handed, right? And and they're so vastly underpaid, and they're taking some guy that's you know twenty one years old and sticking him, in, you know, sticking him in a car with a quarter million miles on it, and a five year old bulletproof vest, and a flashlight that may not light, and a revolver, and telling him to solve the problem. I mean, it's just that's not cutting it, man. That's not cutting it. You need to take the twenty million, spend a million a year on law enforcement, give everybody at the police department a twenty five thousand dollar year raise, and then you'd have the best cops within a tri state area. Or, Coming. or you can get the people to stay inside and watch anime all day. <laughs> I yeah, guess you could, man. You could go any... the Chichi Chong route and just have them set on the couch. Because okay? it doesn't take any brains to understand anime. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with on, more man. here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. We've got uh, just about nine minutes left here in this hour so let's go to cabot oh you want to talk about the big city of cabot and let's right? see what's happening as far as movies cool. this weekend that's cool what okay cabot vip cinema.com so hit that website cabot vip cinema.com and check it out vice academy award nominated vice playing this week still have glass of course the upside with kevin hart and brian cranston 
Aquaman, Kid Who Would Be King, A Dog's Way Home, Escape Room, Mary Poppins, and Bumblebee. CabotVIPCinema.com. Get your advanced tickets right there. Of course, we have those luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Full food menu, Bavarian pretzels, State Fair corn dogs, Nathan's hot dogs, onion rings, French fries, fresh made-to-order handcrafted pizza, ice cream, key lime pie, chocolate peanut butter pie. Of course, we've got the uh, White Castle cheeseburger sliders and uh, any variety of candy you might possibly want. We are a private club now. You can get your private club membership there. It's free. Just ask for it, and you can be a private club member just like Dave. He's a member. I am a member. Coming up, uh, of course, we have all four of those films next Friday. The Prodigy, Cold Pursuit, The Lego Movie 2, and, of course, What Men Want. All four of those start on the 8th. Alita Battle Angel, Isn't It Romantic, and Happy Death Day 2 start on the 13th. How to Train Your Dragon 3 is February the 22nd, and Medea... A Medea family funeral, March the 1st. Captain Marvel, March the 8th. Those tickets are all on sale now at CabotVIPCinema.com. Be sure to sign up for the rewards program. You can use it at all locations. You get a point for every dollar you spend, and you can redeem those rewards points for free tickets, free concessions, free food. Sign up, pick up your card there at the cinema. And, of course, you get the free popcorn bucket. Purchase the theater group popcorn bucket. It's good at all locations. You get free popcorn on Wednesdays, refills on Thursday through Tuesday for just $4. Uh, we're installing Real D 3D, and we'll have that in place for Captain Marvel. So that's coming up. Uh, we just added a new Turbo Chef Bullet Oven. Dave will like the name of this oven. Makes a new, hot, super fresh pizza in like mm. a minute and a half. Wow. It's super quick, super hot, tastes good. All right. Does one of those shot. Does, does one of those awesome Bavarian pretzels in like 15 seconds. I mean, it's crazy, crazy good. So... New oven going into what, what does it do? Use lasers or something? Man, I don't know. It just it's just hot. The food tastes good. And if you're gonna have you know a cold adult beverage with the with it. It's perfect. I mean, they can marriage. cook it like that because they devised it out of anime. I guess we're back on the anime again. We're back <laughs> on the Cheech and Chong anime it's a, again. It's <laughs> the problem and the, sol- the salvation of all things. It's the anime. Hindu Kush. That's the, the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we back on this? By the way, no, no, for real though, people were shocked by the grosses that came out of that thing because that Dragon Ball film was like a one-day special event screening, and it blew the doors off. It sure did. Mm-hmm. And so then they booked it for regular showings that following right. weekend. But I think it was like a Tuesday night event screening. It was, was a Wednesday it? night. Wednesday yes, night event Wednesday. screening. And like I said, you know, those rooms were packed. You know, I went to the seven o'clock showing. Right. But they were, you know, they were from seven fifteen, seven thirty. Yeah, it did so well. Then they just did a regular run starting exactly. that Friday. Didn't do and, anything. And and it did some business. I, yes, I think did. people mm-hmm. were surprised by that. But there was a hunger for some product just, out there too. And you know, like I said, you would point out the um, the film that just came out this week about the Arthur kid. You know, like I said, there's a there was yes. a connection to Super oh, Broly really? because, you know, the Dragon Ball series. So tell me, explain that to helps. Hey, Batman, explain me this. All right. <laughs> Riddle I, me, Batman. I, I like to, I like to know why that did so well. And when it, it, it came out, some of the other anime has been just completely a dismal failure. Because you're comparing other anime to Dragon Ball, which is like I said, that's the standard for a lot of people like me. That's the standard. There was the I mean, introduction. It's like Speed Racer. Now, Speed Racer is one of the all-time greatest animes ever produced. It ran for years. But it's not Dragon Ball. 
That's true. It's not Dragon Ball. It's martial arts. It's, it, it's just the entire story, the characters. Speed Again. Racer, that movie, was just a flop to box office, man. <laughs> it was terrible. That thing was just horrible. Yeah, I tried to watch it. But see, you the, tried to watch that? Yeah, like, I tried. You tried. <laughs> I didn't make it. It's one of the few movies I've ever walked out on. Beatings were more enjoyable. Yeah, you're right. Seriously, people people wow. enjoy getting punched in the face more than watching beat that. On. Wow. I mean, seriously, seriously, a face punch was better than that. <laughs> yes, thing. absolutely. It was untenable. Seriously, you, I mean, it just. Ugh. You really can't compare anything to Dragon Ball. You really cannot compare anything to that series. It's just been so good for so long. It's going to continue going on for so long. and It's just, you saw it when you were a kid, yes. loved it, and you can't get away from you it cannot. now. It's like me and the Three Stooges, all right? Except the Three Stooges is high art. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of legalized marijuana, uh, the Three Stooges is high art, okay? It is. Okay. Somebody that would vote for a recreational pot would say that probably. Okay? I'm not saying you're going to vote for it. I'm just saying that would probably be a statement. The Three Stooges is high art. Okay. By the oh, way, on right. Cold Pursuit, it's 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it up to 90? 90%. Wow. Wow. I'm going to see just because it's Liam Neeson. I love Liam Neeson. Well, yeah. what they did is they took a really good, dark, black comedy with some, with some, great, with, with, with some great humor in it. Originally made in Sweden and just redid it in English with Liam Neeson and shot it. You know, supposed to be in Canada now or or Colorado, Colorado. I'm sorry. But they kept the humor. They kept the one liners. They kept that in there. And and, and I think that's why it's better than his last couple of films. What's Battle Angel got? Is there any Battle Angel on on, on, uh, Rock Tomatoes? I'm going to check real quick. James Cameron. What's he doing? James Cameron and Rodriguez should give it a 95 just off of that. Yeah, they they had a. It's only 40% by Ron Tomatoes. Wow. Holy cow. Wow, I'm shocked by mm-hmm. that. Shocked by that. What about uh, Happy Death Day to you? Oh, What's that it? What's should it be up there. Yeah, I mean, they sent out like a tech spec sheet on uh, Battle Angel. Uh, they were wanting to know, you know, where it was going to play, uh, you know, what K projector, what size the screen was, all kinds. I mean, they're invested in that, that um, – Oh, what's his company? You know, produced Avatar or whatever. The, the yeah, tech. Cameron. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his tech company, they were very invested in making sure that it's presented in the correct way. So okay. he's got high hopes for the film. Now, I don't know if the, that translates into box office. Well, they've got it's but, a series of books that go on forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, Magnus is huge. The film looks strong to me. It looks like a strong motion picture. I I can't believe it's at a forty. I, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. I'm kind of hoping the prodigy is going to be good. Is that, is I don't, that I don't the have one f- where the kid comes have, back to him? The I, don't whole, lot, I don't have a lot of faith in that. that, you don't. that, that what <laughs> are, you, are you looking up on Rotten Tomatoes now? What what did it say about Happy Death Day Two? There is no review for it. There's yet. nothing yet. Nothing what about yet. Um, probably nothing on there for Lego Movie Two? Is there? Is there anything on there for that? No, everybody. And, and you were mentioning the prodigies. There's something on the ninety-three percent by Ryan Tomatoes for Lego Movie Two. Ninety-three. Yeah, ninety-three. Yeah, I think that's going to be a huge mm-hmm. film. That's a good. That that's good. It's about, good. And by the way, remember what it's called: the Lego yeah. Movie Two Part Two. Yes, yes. Lego Movie <laughs> or the part, part Two, the second part. The second I think it part, starts yeah. right where the other one ended. What What do they say about Prodigy? Um, nothing right now. I just don't have a lot of faith in that, man. I, I I just don't. I mean, I you know, I base a lot of my opinion, you know, far out on who the distributor is and, you know, if that distributor's got it together. Gotcha. Okay. And I mean, if I'm sitting here looking for home runs, I'm looking at Disney, mm-hmm. Fox, Warner Brothers, Universal. Those four. Yeah. If those four are handling the motion picture, now it's got a shot at being a home run. 
And then a step down from that, maybe the fifth best distributor is Paramount or Sony. Bloomhouse is uh, is a is a in house of Universal. Right. It is a production company on the Universal lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably the fifth best is either Paramount or Sony. You can flip flop that one to be the sixth, whichever one's currently not hot. Maybe if Paramount's fifth, Sony's sixth. And then a, a a big step down from that is Lionsgate. A big step down from that is STX. How do you feel about twenty four? I think. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. Area twenty four. Yeah, area twenty four. You know they can they can distribute a trying they can yeah they can distribute a little independent film that's got a tight little story like eighth grade right and 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 handle that in a way to maximize the word of mouth and stick it in Los Angeles New York and get a good write up in Los Angeles Times and New York Times feed it out from there go to San Francisco after that go to Denver hit some big cities and and do the word of mouth and get a little online buzz and generate some dollars out of a film that if it was being handled by someone else. Uh, probably wouldn't do as well. They they really do. They they really handle their films. They try to copy Searchlight. The favorite is Searchlight. Uh, Can you ever forgive me? Is Searchlight? Uh, you know, you think back about like say Juno was a Searchlight motion picture. You know, so I mean, they do handle their type of films well. I'll give them that for Area Twenty Four. All right, we'll talk more about all of this and movies that are coming up through the rest of the month of February and into March. When we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, let's finish it up uh, with uh, Matt Smith. He is here, of course. He is the keeper of the cinema here in central Arkansas. Look out now. All things movies. (laughs) Just let you know. He was in Cabot. Yes, uh, he's like yes, Santa yes. Claus. He makes his run, drops yes. off the presents, goes yes. to the next place. You had one more thing you wanted to well, leave Well, yeah, Cabot. I just wanted to mention in Cabot, you know, not only do we have the private club license now, you can become a member of our private club, but we added a second butter machine there for the free butter. So there's two <laughs> butter machines now. So, you know, customers now, that asked about that. All complete, complete uh, transparency mm-hmm. here. One of the butter machines is reserved for me. All oh, right, really? just, just so you know. This is why they had to get a second one, because I empty that thing <laughs> when I get up on it. And we added a second ticketing kiosk. So, you know, you can buy your tickets in advance online and then print them at the ticketing kiosk. Or if you get to the theater and you don't want to get in the line, everybody else is in, just walk over the ticketing kiosk, swipe your credit card, and buy your tickets there. So second ticketing kiosk has been added in Cabot. Second butter machine's added. Got the new oven there for pizza. That's happening now. Uh, we are a private club. You can become a member for free. Uh, and the next thing coming up is Real D, and we should have that Real D in place uh, by um, uh, March the 8th for Captain Marvel. We've got a new screen ordered, and our Real D equipment's on the way. So that's what's happening in Cabin. Right. So moving Cersei. on up north. Big city of Cersei. Hit CerseiCinema.com. That's www.CerseiCinema.com. Along with Cabot, Cersei said we needed a swimming pool first. Oh, man. Jacksonville did, too. <laughs> Tell you what, Jacksonville. All right. Anyway. And crime. Moving block. on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right. So, Vice is playing. Uh, also, Glass, Aquaman, The Upside, A Dog's Way Home, Escape Room, The Kid Who Would Be King, Mary Poppins Returns, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. CerseiCinema.com. Get your advanced tickets right there. Click on Menu for that full food menu. Bavarian pretzels, chocolate, Peanut butter pie, key lime pie, ice cream, Nathan's hot dogs, state fair corn dogs, fresh made to order handcrafted pizza, always hot and fresh. Don't forget about the White Castle cheeseburger sliders, onion rings, four cheese mozzarella cheese sticks, toasted raviolis, French fries, 
anything you want right there. And, of course, uh, we've got the free popcorn on Wednesdays. You get your free popcorn bucket for a 200-ounce of popcorn for just $4 Thursday through Tuesday. We're installing luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserve seating in Searcy. Uh, that installation begins in March. Uh, we hope to finish half of the building before the summer. Uh, then we'll get through the summer, and we will install recliners in the other half of the building. And then uh, new carpet, drape, screen masking, screen skirts, and floor lights follow that. Total remodel of the interior of the facility. And once that's done, we will remodel the restroom. So we'll get all that wrapped up uh, this year in Cersei. We'll be open the entire time, doing half the remodel in the spring, get through the summer, do the other half the remodel in the fall. You'll have a, a totally new experience uh, by uh, Thanksgiving this year in Cersei. CerseiCinema.com for more information. If you're down south in Hot Springs, it's Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Dot com. That's hotspringsvip.com. www.hotspringsvip.com. Showing this week, Glass, The Kid Who Would Be King, Mary Poppins Returns, Aquaman, A Dog's Way Home. Uh, we have started the remodel and expansion of the restrooms. They're going to be larger, bigger, better, newer. That remodel has started in Hot Springs. We've also started the construction of the new screens in Hot Springs, uh, restroom should be finished up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, new screens look to be open by the 1st of May. There'll be stadium seating with luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating uh, when they open uh, the new screens in May. And we're putting in a new parking lot, all new front facade, new LED lights and signage out front. Now, we're already serving beer and wine in Hot Springs, over eight different wines, 20 different beers. Full food menu there in Hot Springs as well. So the food we're serving at Riverdale and Little Rock and the food we've got on in Cabot and Searcy are, is also in Hot Springs, hotspringsvip.com. All the auditoriums currently feature luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. But, of course, the new auditoriums will have that with stadium seating as well when they open in May. Free popcorn on Wednesdays. You can use that popcorn bucket at all four locations. And, of course, rewards points are good at all four locations. Sign up for the rewards points. HotspringsVIP.com. Now, all four locations will have the Lego Movie 2 on Friday the 8th. All four locations will have What Men Want on Friday, February the 8th. All locations are playing Isn't It Romantic, February the 13th. They're all playing Happy Death Day 2, February the 13th. They're all playing Alita Battle Angel, February the 14th. Yeah. All four locations have How to Train Your Dragon 3, February the 22nd. All four locations have Medea, a Medea's family funeral on March the 1st. And all four locations have Captain Marvel on March the 8th. Now, your home in Garland County for all Walt Disney motion pictures in 2019, exclusively at Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Can't see them anywhere else. Dumbo, Captain Marvel, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Star Wars 9, all right there at HotSpringsVIP.com, the exclusive home for all 11 of Walt Disney Motion Pictures films this year. HotSpringsVIP.com. Man, you got it sitting, man. Working and, on it, brother. people who want to see any kind of Disney movie uh, in the uh, Hot Springs area are going to have to come to your theater. They're going to enjoy it. We're making it nice, new, and better for them. All new carpet and new drapes. Screen masking, screen skirts, all new restrooms, working to make it better. We're installing one of those cool Turbo Chef bullet ovens, supposed to be delivered today. 
make you super hot, super fast, super good. Cook those pizzas right on up. Get those mozzarella cheese sticks done. Make those toasted raviolis as good as they can be. Taking care of those Bavarian pretzels. Taking care of those State Fair corn dogs right there for you. The Turbo Chef Bullet Oven. Sounds good. If it's got turbo, it's Sounds got to like be fun. good. Sounds got like to be, fun. Got to be good. Says it's fast. Get you a cold Gonna beer. Have to try it. Get you a cold beer and a pizza and flop down in that recliner with a table there. And I'm going to do that. I, I have not had the pizza yet. I'm going to okay. have one. It's right. good. Right. I've one. had it. You've had it. It's, it's good. good huh? Oh, you had you one actually Riverdale. broke yes, beyond. Mm-hmm. You be you broke out of having cheese sticks. I went to. But first, before pizza, I think I went to the, um, <laughs> I think I had the White Castle. Oh, okay. Oh, the White okay. Castles are pretty good. Yeah. But for the most part, it was cheese yeah. sticks. So, you know, that was, uh, they're, they're so good. Oh, I mean, the four th- cheese cheese sticks are good. They're just yeah. so good. Yeah. I, I mean, I, um, you know, if you if you like mozzarella cheese sticks, when you get the four cheese cheese sticks, so much better. Mm. Right, they got all the different flavors. But yeah, now we've got the Turbo Chef oven at Riverdale. So that's what made the pizza when you had that. Okay. I got it. Okay. Go ahead. Make what, your what's day? up? Are you what's still up? showing Mary Poppins in what? Two locations? Mary Poppins is playing in Hot Springs, and Mary Poppins is playing in Cabot, and, and Mary Cersei. Poppins is playing in Cersei. All sure right, is. so in three locations. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, that Mary Poppins says that she'll no longer be endorsing Vibrant Shades lipstick? What? Yeah, she claimed that it breaks too easily and it makes your breath smell. And she what? gave the following statement to the press saying, the super color fragile lipstick gives me halitosis. Again, it's a legalized marijuana. <laughs> Again, that's what it is, people. I'm telling you right now, okay? Right, Only people joke. voting for that in November 2020 <laughs> would like this joke. It's back to the anime that thing. That is a bad one. It's a bad joke. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm right about that. Wow. Right, I can't we, even go there. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what movies to expect for February and March. That's all next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're coming back. All right, back with you. Dave Ellswick Show. Let's let's go through the rest of February, what's going to be at the movies, and then uh, Matt can tell us if it's going to be at all the theaters or if it's going to be a special showing at uh, just one. Starting on next week, Cold Pursuit, you said it's on every theater screen. Cold Pursuit is on in uh, at Riverdale, Cabot, and Cersei. Okay. Uh, the Lego Movie Two, the second part. All four locations: Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, and Hot Springs. What men want? All four locations: Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs, and Prodigy. Cabot, Cersei, and Riverdale. Okay. Wednesday, February thirteenth, Fighting with My Family. I haven't heard anything about this movie. Doesn't even exist. Don't even never heard of it. It's not out there. Don't go. Forget. Dave just said those words. <laughs> All right. Isn't it romantic? All four locations, Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, and Hot Springs. Happy Death Day to you. All four locations, Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs. February 14th, Alita, Battle Angel. All four locations, Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs. Friday, February 22nd, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. All four locations, Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, and Hot Springs. Very cool. Friday, March the 1st, Chaos Walking. Haven't even heard about it. Just forget it. Forget it. Dave said those two words. Just forget it. You don't want to go. Climax. Again, just forget about that. You never heard those words. You got better things to do with 90 minutes of your time. I never heard them either. <clears throat> okay. Tyler Perry's a Medea or Medea family funeral. All four locations. Cersei, Cersei Cabot, Riverdale, and Hot They Springs. have their own area in filmdom. 
Uh, Friday, March the 8th, Captain Marvel, every place. All four locations, Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs. Friday, March 15th, Wonder Park or the Mustang? Uh, Wonder Park, you know, yeah, Wonder Park. I don't know where I'm going to play it yet, but yeah, Wonder Park looks good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Friday, March 22nd, Us. Uh, all four locations, awesome film, great. Oh, Go yeah. see it. Good oh, movie. Yeah. Good oh, movie. Yeah. Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs, good movie. Hotel Mumbai. Never heard of it? No, I just, I'm just, I'm just not that far out. Okay. Friday, March the 29th, Dumbo. That's going to be all All locations. four locations. Yeah. Cabot, Cersei, Riverdale, Hot Springs. All four locations. Captive State. That looks kind of interesting as we're under the control of aliens, and this is 10 years down the road, evidently. And the last one that's playing in March that I think is might have quite a group of people go see it. I know I want to see it. Matthew McConaughey, the beach bum. He's he's generally a good bet. Yeah, I really like him. He's 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 great. So he's coming out at the end of March, and then everything is going to get out of the way. Listen to this: <laughs> April fifth. Oh yeah, Pet Cemetery. Oh, it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Best of Enemies. All four locations on Pet Shazam. Cemetery. Shazam. Shazam. All four. Teen Spirit. I've heard some pretty good things about Teen Spirit. April twelfth, Hellboy. Uh, Friday, April nineteenth, The Curse of La Llorona. I want to see that. And Under the Silver Lake. Haven't heard about that. But then, if you if you're opening a movie, this is a weekend not to open it. Uh, unless you're totally counter-programmed. <laughs> Friday, April the 26th, Avengers Endgame. Get your tickets now. If you want to go see it early, get your tickets now. I will at some point. They're not on sale yet, but, you know. When they go on sale, I'll probably go ahead and get mine. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. Um... Okay, so let me, let me just tell... I want to make sure mm-hmm. that our friend here, Zach, knows this. On... May the 10th, you don't want to miss this, Detective Pikachu. I just brought it up. I mean, I, it's not a movie. I'm, I probably I may wait to go see that film, but because it's the following week. That's the following week I'm waiting for. John Wick exactly. Chapter 3. John, what's the date on John Wick 3? May 17th. May 17th. That's going to be fun. Hey, Matt, what yeah. can you tell me about us on March 22nd? Uh, us is uh, distributed by Universal. Mm-hmm. And I believe uh, Bloomhouse had something to do with that. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. And you don't need to know nothing else. <laughs> you don't need to know nothing else. I I can I can sit down and look at uh, a release schedule, and I can look at the dates and who the distributor is, and most of the time know if I want to play it or not. Yeah, it'd be Jordan. Okay. It'd be Jordan. Oh, you but, go ahead. Yeah, for the people who do not know us, mm-hmm. the name Jordan Peele should re- ring a bell to you. Mm-hmm. And what movie is he famously known for now? Get Out. Get Out. The movie's going to be huge. This will be big. It's a Bloom House. I mean, that's his production company, Universal Distributing the Film. Bloom House does horror well. I mean, it's there. I mean, you yeah. know, you, you don't really need to know anything else. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is going to be down it, at Southwest. Right, it, right. It's, it's, it's not Bird Box. Okay, okay good. Right. I'm glad it's to the, hear that. Bird the, Box. It, right, Bloom, Bloom House is not netflix okay yeah. 
So Jordan Peele's Us opens. It made its world premiere at the uh, South by Southwest uh, Film Festival. Probably because they just wanted to go. They ain't got a world premiere or nothing. They just need to throw the thing on the screen. Yep. People coming, brother. They coming. <laughs> Another one. People coming. And okay. the other one no premiere. People is, coming to watch that. Yep. Is The Beach Bum, which is the new movie from director Harmony Corinne. Yeah. Who did Spring Breakers. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah, could be. Could be. You know, could it's got be. Matthew I, I, I don't know who's distributing that, but could be. Could be. As long as he doesn't play bongos, could we're be. good. <laughs> Again, he's another person that voted for recreational marijuana. Okay, I'm sure Matthew McConaughey voted for that. The beach bomb. He's right in there with What are you hearing? Woody Harrelson. I mean, yeah, what, what are you what are you hearing about Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron, this untitled comedy? That's coming out. I, I mean, I mean, I like her. I like what she does. And I know Seth Rogen has a following. I'm, I'm just not really big on the guy myself. I mean, I, I agree. You know, I'm not really. I mean, I'm just not kind of. A, I'm really not a fan. I'm totally really. there with you. I'm just kind of Seth Rogen. Yeah, when you start doing uh, doing animated movies of sausages, you, I'm just, you I'm, lose I, me. I so. don't really get. I don't really get his following, and I mean, you know, he's done some stuff, but yeah. typically the stuff he's had that's been good, you know, is he's had somebody else to carry him. I mean, like James Franco's carried him in some films, and I guess, uh, yeah, I guess he was in Wolf of Wall Street, but, you know, with uh, DiCaprio, but, you right. know, I mean, just standing next to DiCaprio would help you look good. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm just not a, I'm really, I don't really buy into the Seth thing. I don't know, I, I don't know really who he's popular with and why yeah. it's just one of those things i don't get mm-hmm. you know i agree with you i do so uh, i don't know i i, I don't, don't I, I don't know how good what? this is but that? The, the mobai one i think hotel mobai remember this is the attack in india oh yeah the terror yeah. attack 12 who, who stars in that it's got uh army hammers in it yeah, well. uh dev patel oh dave patel mm, okay. is in okay. it uh and your palm Kerr. Who's the distributor? Um, don't no, doesn't say. Okay, eighty percent by Ryan Tomatoes. Yeah, John John Coley didn't say on there who the distributor. Writer, uh, of command, <coughs> commander. On Ryan Tomatoes, does it say? Uh, Bleecker Street. Oh, okay. That's what it says Bleecker Street. Yeah, uh, you can see that at Riverdale. Mm-hmm. That'll be it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to probably this. will go Riverdale see that. Ten. Be mm-hmm. nowhere else to watch that. That's Bleecker why Street. I love Riverdale Ten. It'll be a limited release right there. I'm limited release. Watch. I'll be there to watch it too. You know? Okay. Did you see, have you guys seen the first uh, trailer for Harvey uh, Cavill as the Monster Hunter? Nope, dude. That sounds intriguing. Dude, it looks unbelievable. It looks good. I mean, it really. I understand now why Harvey what, said, Monster Killer. Yeah. So is that when's it when's it coming out? What's the date? It's a couple. It seems it's in May. Oh, I had heard maybe Memorial Day. So Monster Killer looks good. Is it on Rotten Tomatoes yet or no? Got nothing. It brought up another movie from 2015. Ah, okay, no, okay. there's okay. it's it's out there. You can find it. Ah, you can find it. That might look it's good. It's good. Says that Hotel Mumbai ranks among the more effective entries in the genre, which includes gems such as United '93 and Patriots mm. Day. So, well, I don't know. I, did you like United ninety three? Not really. No, but Patriots Day was good. good yeah. Patriots good. Day was a good film. Well, there's good. only so much you can do inside a plane. Yeah, yeah. Unless I, you got like twenty one thousand snakes. This <laughs> 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 is still one of my favorite pleasures. That that movie was so campy and so over the top, <laughs> and you're just like, 
Samuel L. Jackson, you know. <laughs> Did you like the movie with Tom Hanks about the um, the plane, the guy who um, saved people by uh, you know flying the plane into the river Sully. in New York? Yeah. Sully, you know. Sully it's was all yeah. Right. yeah, it was all right. I liked, I thought yeah. that the best scenes in that were the ones that took place in the hearing room. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. with the NTSB. I, I thought agree. that was really, really good. Well, it was a true story, and Tom Hanks played him well, and I, I think it was true to life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. That was, that was. You know, ten times better than United ninety three. Yeah, it really was. Uh, it's like that that the one Clint Eastwood directed uh, fifteen seventeen to Paris. Oh, that was the worst movie ever. I didn't like that at all. Boring. Did not like that. It man. can't be better than Fantastic Four two thousand fifteen. Oh, that's true. It cannot. Well, that Nothing was awful, can. man. That was Nothing awful. Can. One that other, was awful. One of the other movies I walked. I mean, out when on. you when when when. <laughs> 20 seconds. Fantastic Four, not only did you want a refund, but you wanted them to pay you for just going into the room, you're right? You're totally right. Yeah, I need a you're refund, to- and then, no, no, a refund. I need Fox to give me 20 bucks for even bothering to come that out here. That is so true. That thing was awful, man. Who thought that was a good idea? Who sat news. down and pieced that together? Here's to the news. <laughs> I'm watching this, Henry, Henry Cavell. And by the way, it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. You know, that show places shows tv <laughs> man always mentions to us but it looks what well, really good it's based on the video which is based on a video game is yes. it yes mm-hmm. they've done like four versions of it i three think it, or four. it's been three and uh the witcher three came out i think probably about three or four years ago i watched the walkthrough on youtube it's a very good f- video game so if it's based off of that hopefully it'll be a very good tv sh- tv series as well yeah, they're all excited about it. the director had a a piece on YouTube that I was watching about five minutes long. Yeah, and he was talking about doing it with Netflix and how it gave them. Uh, they were glad they were going to do it with Netflix because it let them be more grimy and edgy uh, than if they had done it for you know, you know cable or even you know for you know, just regular television yeah. like AMC or somebody like that. And AMC gets pretty doggone You're right gruesome. About that. You're totally but, right. <laughs> but it's going to be real. This is going to be uh, really gruesome, from what I'm understanding. Yeah. It's going to be down and dirty, and it looks really good. And have Have you seen Cavell? You know, put out looking like The Witcher. I've seen pictures of him. Yes, oh I have. my god! Mm-hmm. He looks exactly like the game yep. figure. Mm-hmm. Yep, a Geralt or Geralt of yeah, Rivia. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should be. A, should be fun because he's trying to find this place in the world because he finds people more cruel than the monsters that he faces off against and stuff. Well, in the video game, you know, people have moved on from sorcerers, magicians, and, you know, of his kind, basically. They don't really need his help. Well, However, he, he's the last monster he, hunter. Yeah, he's the last witch hunter. And oh, so, witch hunter. Witch hunter, exactly. So, basically, you know, he's one of the remaining few. And there are still monsters out there that need to be killed, you know, and they are the only ones who can kill those monsters. So, you know, there's still a use for him. But, you know, society and people have moved on, basically, and become settlers and, you know, they've just moved on. And the video game was very long. I mean, it was a long video game. So this got to be it had to be a series. It could not be a film because if it was a movie. I don't think they could ever, you know, could do it correctly. But the director said he wanted five seasons. Okay. That's why he said the first one to get everybody hooked yeah. was only going to be eight episodes. Gotcha. From then on, they'd be ten. Okay. 
So I'm I'm interested in seeing because I like uh, Henry Cavill. I think he's a good actor. I, I thought he did well as Superman. And not only that, what was the movie that came out in like 2016 uh, that he was um about Mission Impossible? Yes, he was great in Mission Impossible. Yeah, I mean he was really really good at mm-hmm. it. So uh, yeah, he he's. He's learned and he's uh, paid his dues, so to speak, now, I guess. The Man from again. Uncle, that movie I was thinking about. I didn't like that movie. You didn't like that no, movie? No, it was what? kind of a, yeah. yeah. See, I, I'm, there's some shows that I'm really stuck on the classic part of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been pa- able to get past Mission Impossible with, uh, you know, tom cruise because they took it in such a different way yeah. and made it completely different i understand because do you have you watched since you got netflix surely you've watched mission impossible tv show i've seen i think a little bit of it when it's you first good stuff it to me. man it, i yeah. mean that's just was great with peter graves and whatever mm-hmm. great great show went on for several uh, episodes and then um, the other one that uh, we're sitting here talking about right now when you say man from uncle yeah i'm just saying vaughn and and mccollum ducky on ncis he played kirian kiriakin okay okay and uh leo g carroll played the head of uncle and it's a great you know stephanie powers it seems to me was on it as well and it's a good tv show it's dated now when you watch it i see when you watch it it's dated all right because it had it was television's answer to James Bond. Yeah, I see that right now. I see that as borrows from the James Bond. No, series yeah, stories. heavily, mm-hmm. heavily. But why, and, but yeah. it was fun to watch. Yeah, one hundred percent by Ron Tomatoes from nineteen sixty four to nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, okay. I thought it went longer than four years, but man, I I didn't get it. Just didn't get old for me. I gotcha. liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked it. What did they rate uh, the other one that we were talking about? Oh, uh, let me see here. Uh, sixty-six percent by Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, only sixty-six for Mission I've, Impossible. Oh no, Mission Impossible. Was, oh, let me look at that real quick. Okay, okay, we're checking it out here. I thought you talked about the that. Should be another one, like ninety percent or something. We'll see what it says. Bringing it up. It doesn't say for Rotten Tomatoes. Let me go. Let me type it in. Then. The thing that I found interesting about that show is that it started this start moving downwards when they brought barbara bain in okay there's no score for ron tomatoes wow none whatsoever yeah it's a great show though mm-hmm. good show because uh, barbara bain and i'm trying to think uh landau the other guy the guy that was on it too uh they moved on and went and did uh what was space 1999 or whatever it was and how funny to, to think about that show 1999 here we are 2008 <laughs> yeah yeah and it's yeah that's why you never put dates in movies no. <laughs> date it really fast as far as that what was that guy's name land what's lando's landau's land first name I martin can't. martin landau mm-hmm. yeah see he was a great actor uh what was it uh ed wood did, he did that movie that was really good yeah, ed wood a space night tonight like he brought north yeah. by northwest yeah north by northwest he was the killer in that movie he, oh okay i can see his face without the beer okay yeah. now i know who he is yeah real thin kind of looking guy i forgot what did i watch him in uh, barbara bain was played his his wife i think they were they had a 
kind of a love interest in real life as well. I know which movie I saw him in. What? It was a BET movie called BAPS. <laughs> B-A-P-S, yeah. Okay. That's where I saw him. Hey, so are you still watching Glow? I never watched Glow. I mean, the first season was really good, but there's so much stuff being thrown at us now. Yeah. it's You, you got to go hard to get through to people. I think the next netflix series i'll get into is probably the punisher of course yeah i gotta watch that i haven't I watched and that says a lot right there that not, i haven't looked at it yet not in any rush to watch it because it's sad. been it's been out since what december no january 18th no oh, 18 so okay, a couple so weeks i don't feel so bad now well i think you know when you when you punt when you um counsel daredevil that basically, you know, you lose basically a good portion of your audience basically because you like they have no more interest in the Marvel TV shows because we still got season three of Jessica Jones that yeah. I think is supposed to come out either this year or next year. But still, you know, when you you basically cancel the best Marvel show, and it, it was so good this season three, it was so good, and you cancel it. Right. There's no excuse for it. Luke Cage is very good. Yeah. Iron Fist improved from season one to season two. Yes, I mean, there was did. there was no way it but up, you know, from season one. But still, it did a very good job with season two. But when you you basically you cancel the best one, come on, you know, you know, you just like you and me, we're not in any rush to watch The Punisher at all. You know, have you ever seen the movie come out? It came out in 2011. Has Jason Statham in it called Killer Elite? I think I saw that killer elite the special forces ops is forced out of retirement when his mentor is kidnapped by a ruthless criminal okay so it's got jason statham it's got clive owen mm-hmm. it's got robert de niro in it yes it does i see it now and i'm getting i'm getting to the point with robert de niro that if i see he's in a movie i don't want to watch it because every time i see it i see nothing but a an angry non-Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't keep his, his pie hole closed. <laughs> just, just, I'm just saying, just being honest with you. I understand. It's like, you know, I can you know, watch. I can, I can, you know, if you want to say, you know, I, you, you want to get into politics and do it once in a while, okay. But it's like every time you see him now on an awards show or something, he looks like, seriously, mm. he took some acid or something. <laughs> So he can just start screaming at the cameras. It's just like I could not watch ESPN. I really can't get back into it now. No, I can't get into after. it. And, and they've broken. They've really worked hard to get away from politics they, they now. They really have. You know? And <laughs> it's too late. They went a whole decade doing that crap. Well, I mean, the really from like 2015 or 2017, you know, or, or even to 2018, there it was just it was nonstop, you know, for those those two to three years. And, you know, you just basically you run off fans who've been there for a long time, including me. I would get up in the morning to watch ESPN, you know, from the early morning show all the way to the sports center. But you run off fans because you're talking about politics. You know, the reason why we're watching sports is because because we don't want to do politics right there or anything else. We just want to watch sports and get away from real life. They they started about six years ago when Kaepernick took a knee. That's when it all started. Yeah. And I wish he'd go away as well. And, and I'm seeing that he's got, you know, a collusion lawsuit now against the NFL. Yeah. Saying they all colluded to keep anybody from hiring him. Who would want to hire you, Kaepernick? It's just like... Where you, know, you go, you're a cancer. Well, think about this. It's like the Tim Tebow argument. 
Tim Tebow, he's he know he's never done anything wrong. But because, you know, the surrounding audience, the um, you know, the underlying fames that follows him, you know, wherever he goes, you know, New England only had him for maybe a few uh, maybe a few months to a season yeah. because, you know, it, there was just so much that comes along with Tim Tebow and he's not a good quarterback. So, you know, when there's so much surrounding a certain player, you can look at Antonio Brown, you know, for the, the receivers for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. He's starting to have issues surrounding him as far as the media goes. It's all field, you know, whatever he does. So, you know, when there's so much surrounding a player, organizations don't want to put up with it. They really don't. And they don't want to spend the money either. Now, if they could get you for cheap. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Yeah, that'd be no problem. But Kaepernick ain't going cheap. No. He wants to be... Number one, he wants you to pick him up and make him a starting quarterback. Yeah. And he wants to be paid in real dollars what he would have been paid four years four ago years at ago. the height of his uh his prowess. You're totally right. And you know, now he's probably thirty years old now. And I mean he's probably still in great shape. But again, he has nobody seen him play. Exactly. And exactly. haven't seen him have to play the game at speed. Right. Right. It's, totally different. Yeah. Another player I think of is Le'Veon Bell. He plays for the Steelers as well. He's the running back. Yeah. He wants to be the top, the all-time highest-paid running back. He sat out this year, didn't he? He sat out the entire year. So much surrounding him. And when you look at that, let me just, I I get, I'm pinificate here. I mean, I know that typically we don't talk sports here, yeah. but I watch a lot of sports, okay? I mean, my wife is always complaining, and my family, because... <laughs> There's nothing better to me right now than this time of the year before baseball, and I get to watch uh, college basketball. I love college basketball. I'm from Indiana. Yeah. If you know anything about Indiana, you'll know why I love basketball. But college basketball, every game is life or death. Mm -hmm. Not in the NBA. In college basketball, it's life or death. And I love watching it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But doggone it. Let me tell you what. Let's say you're... Let me make a, a good example of this. Ohio State had a great running back. Corset, wasn't that his name? Um, no, you're talking about um, Griffin. No, not Griffin. Oh, you're not talking no, about I'm, Griffin? This is guy just not too many years ago. Um, Ezekiel Elliott? No. Nope. He, he wasn't. Okay. No, he was. This guy oh. was, was going to be a. a going to go early yeah i know who you're talking from and 2002 they, and they wouldn't let him go exactly and uh he was out for a year he went back He's, and tried mm-hmm. out and couldn't make the cut he could not he wasn't i mean if you looked at him he was in great shape there was a 30 for 30 on him which i love that series that was a 30 for 30 I mean, he on got him. screwed by the system he did and you know jim trussell also didn't help him out but he didn't want he didn't want to lose yeah. his job too yeah trussell it, didn't it, help a lot of he, people you out. know but i know exactly who you're talking about it was um around 2002 and he just won they won a national championship against miami yeah boy th- he could run yes he could he was very good it was great he was going to be a first round pick but mm-hmm. sadly you know like i said the system yeah you're totally right this is what 17 years ago you know i'm looking here you know that wouldn't happen today most likely that's just you know it just so much has changed over the time yeah i can't (laughs) i'll find i'll find exactly who i'm talking about here yeah i'm looking them up right now and there was part of that story that because of the the way the nfl did things Mm -hmm. they didn't give me give him a real shot and it was it was sad it really really was a sad story maurice claret claret that's it Mm -hmm. yeah is it does it got the story there? 
No, it doesn't. I just looked him up on you the You just roster. looked him up. All right. Mm-hmm. And he was great. You got some of his numbers there? What's it say? Let's see here. Now, he was, a, he was a Buckeye, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Okay. Ohio State, yeah. Yeah, and he, he took him. I mean, he took him to the heights, man. They won a national championship. Nobody could year. stop him. Yeah. He ran for 1,237 yards, 16 touchdowns. He had two uh, touchdowns receiving. And so, yeah, he he did all of this. So he could do all. I mean, he could he, run. He could catch. He could, yes. And he that's could. what they want now mm-hmm. when they're looking for running backs. Right. Good example of that kid that came out of Penn State. Uh, went Saquon to New Barkley. York. Oh, he's so good. He, he's so yeah. And you know, if if he's there long enough with the Giants, they're going to build around him, and and they're going to get another good quarterback. Right. I mean, let's face it, Eli's on his his final year or two. You know, Eli just hasn't been good for years. You know, I, he was always a, a consistent quarterback. He but he wasn't. One. He wasn't like his brother. Let's get that clear. No, he was not Peyton Manning. No, he uh, was Eli Manning. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, he 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 only won a, that Super Bowl because what's his name could trap a ball against his helmet. David Tyree. How can, yeah. You know, you're talking to a Patriots fan, right? Here. Right. Yeah. You can't remember that guy, can you? <laughs> can't forget him. Can never forget him. Can never forget that play. That was an incredible catch. It though. was. It but was. have you ever seen people talking to him and how big his hands are? No. His hands are huge. Because he wasn't that big of a receiver. No, no. But his hands yeah. make up like two-thirds of his body. Goodness. I had no idea about that. It's like the guy that's with uh, the Giants now, the crazy guy. Oh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. The way he could just grab you see his hands, though? Yes. His hands are monstrous. They're, was, they're three times as big as my hand. Well, I know he was good, you know, when he was at LSU. You know, yeah. He made it. It was like, a, you know, they were playing a bad team. But you could just look at talent purely, but just, you know, at a player's talent. And he caught two passes with one hand. I was like, this guy's going to be good. He was probably like a true sophomore at the time. Yeah, he didn't have these gloves they got now on or anything. No. Just regular hand catches. And his hands were big that he could, he could not only palm a yeah. football, but his fingers would go around and touch his thumb. Yes. That is a big hand. I don't know. Did Jerry Rice have huge hands? Because he was just great at catching it. But I, don't yeah, know if- I think he just knew how to get in position. Right. To make, yeah, Jerry Rice. There's nobody ever going to be like him. I'll tell you another guy that had great hands. The ball, if they hit his hands, he was going to catch it. Yeah. Fred Bolitnikoff. Okay. Well, that's uh, why the receiver will work. That's right. Fred Bolitnikoff, yeah. he could be running full speed, cross, doing a crossing route, get right up to the uh, out-of-bounds line, stop on a dime, catch the ball, and mm-hmm. fall out. He was just incredible. Yeah. Played for the Oakland Raiders. Okay. He's a great player and wasn't big. I think he's six foot tall. All right. Let's take a break. We got to get that in. It's uh, about eight minutes till till four o'clock. Zach and I come back. I think some people were talking about the good stuff. We'll go back talk about Netflix. By the way, I got a question for you when we come back that I have to ask you because I'm confused. Uh, we'll talk about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, so let, we talk Netflix a lot. Yeah. Amazon has as much video mm-hmm. as what Netflix has, but it's hard to find. You know, now that I think about it, I think – if you are, are you watching Amazon through the Prime Video app, or yeah, I got I got the app that came that, that my television had. Okay, I think because I'm on PS4 when I go to the Prime Video app at the very top, I think it says Prime Originals. I think it has TV. 
I think there's one for movies as well. Yeah, but the thing but, is, you go to movies, right? And you don't, you know, look, I don't go to Netflix and you go to watch, you know, action movies, right? Yeah. And every third movie doesn't have Netflix yeah. up across the corner, right? And it costs you two fifty to four dollars to, to watch it. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. What the crap's that all about? <laughs> Don't be I, mixing all that stuff I up. I totally understand. You yeah. know, put that in someplace else. Yeah, I go to that site. I mean, mm-hmm. you get to the homepage, and at the top, you can go to whatever it is that you're looking for. Right. And they got a lot of good stuff. Um, I tend to watch their original stuff, the Jack Reacher mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's good. It's pretty good. It's as good as anything that HBO puts out. Well, you know, the Man in the High Castle. Home, that was good. Homecoming, I watched... Um, Late last year with um whatever her name is, I thought that was a solid show. What was it? Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. That hey, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, but you I, know, I, I didn't. I, I, it looked kind of like a girly show to me. I oh, mean, no. what I mean by that <laughs> is that I don't want women to think I'm some kind of misogynist or something. It, 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 I thought it was going to be like um, what, what's the what's the the channel for women that's on. Uh, that you can get on cable television. Oh my goodness! If you want to watch the, you know the, or you know, Hallmark Channel or something like that. You definitely got that. I can't even think of the name right now. Yeah, you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. All right, and 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 and, and it always is the same kind of storyline. Woman meets man. Man seems perfect. Man suddenly is either cheating on her, <laughs> beating her up, or uh, stalking other women or whatever. Yeah. And a uh, woman finds out, woman fights the guy off, a uh, guy either ends up being arrested or the woman kills him. Mm. I'm not not interested in watching that kind of a film over and over and over. And, and that's what that looked like to me. Gotcha. Am I wrong? Like, no, that's not actually what it's about. Homecoming is a facility for, I, I wouldn't say, maybe veterans or whatever. It's for them to rehabilitate. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe I should rethink about it was that did i have nicole kidman in it not nicole kidman what's her name uh julia roberts oh yeah julia That's roberts. Who she she, is. they remind me of of, of each other mm-hmm. and right. so it's the same um producers and directors as uh, as well as the usc network series mr robot same oh, okay producers and directors so it's i'm like I say, it's, it's a solid show now that show's done right mr, mr. Robot? oh no we got another season probably next year probably okay I think so is he still doing it the guy who did uh you know bohemian rhapsody oh yeah he can't go away he, can, he plays that part he, <laughs> he plays that character does, does good huh yeah all right let's get a break in news is next we'll be back and then a question about renting a home i need you to give me some help on that back more just a moment all right, ready to get back with you. You know, you spoiled me, Zach. You see what I got? I went downstairs to get some chips or something. I didn't eat all of my lunch, and now I'm just a tad bit hungry, right? Look what I got. Rice Krispie Treats. Dude, you've been... How long have you... I didn't get you your Christmas present. I will get it to you. <laughs> I have... I got it on order. It hasn't gotten in. I ordered it off of i think it was off of amazon.com okay and it was on back order of all things it's a rice crispy treat that's about 15 times as big as this <laughs> i'm not kidding it's about like this like this and when it gets here i'll bring it to you thank you yeah you'd like it i do those are snickers 
I can eat those all no, the time. Oh, you're a sn- big Snickers guy? I'm eating one right now. Oh, are you? Okay. Is that why you're always you when you're here? Because you eat <laughs> Snickers? That's what it is, isn't it? That's what, that's what. Okay, so let me ask you. My my son-in-law and my my daughter are trying to rent a place to live. Yeah. They've been living with me for almost two years. Mm-hmm. And I have let them do that. And they've paid me X amount of dollars. I won't say how much per week. And I've taken that money and I've stuck it in a sock, kind of, and way you put it, all right? And right now they've got about, they've got pretty close to $4,000. Oh. And here in another few weeks they'll have, they'll be moving 4500 bucks, all yeah. right? And so they're out looking for their own place now. Mm-hmm. I told them, save up your money, get your first month, last month, and and your down payment already. Yeah. And then you're going to have enough money as well to go out, and uh, I'm going to send them over to Dorcas's uh, Happy Gray over there in Sherwood. Okay. Um, in the, uh, what's the Indian? Indian Hills. Indian Hills Shopping mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending them over to check out what they got as far as uh, uh, furniture. Gotcha. To check it out. Yeah. Because you don't need brand new furniture. Nope. You know, when you're first moving in a place and stuff, get get what you need. You mm-hmm. know, you go over there, buy. We gave them enough dishes that they're set, and <laughs> and we've given them extra silverware and glasses. Because and, I had a ton of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just, as over the years, you just kind of put all that together. So they're ready. They're ready to get out on their own, and I'm ready to see them get out on their own, to be honest with you. <laughs> so they've been out visiting uh, some different places that are up for rent. Okay. All right, so I won't say which one, but one of them made some bad choices early in their life. I mean, they're only 26. Yeah, same right? as me. And screwed up some credit stuff. And so, you know, you, you're filling out uh, – the the application mm-hmm. and and you got some problems and uh, I told them they said well we haven't rented from anybody dad we're and and they've been turned down because that they're first time renters mm-hmm. have you ever heard of such a thing I, I have I have never heard of such a thing no because I have a friend who basically you know he had to start. He had to get his own place because, unfortunately, his mother died. No. And so, you know, this happened two and a half years ago. And um, he had to, you know, find a place real quickly. Yeah. And he was, like I said, he was always living at home with his mom. Was he was he running into this problem of not having a rental? Not at all. Not at all. Because mm. there was an apartment complex not far from where he lived on JFK. And um, not going to tell the name, but, you know, basically, hey, it wasn't hard for him to find a place. Okay. So anyway. My son-in-law and my daughter are out looking, and uh, a lot of these places now, when they ask you uh, to fill out paperwork, they charge you to do that. Hmm. And I mean, some typically it's somewhere around fifty to seventy bucks. Wow! Now th- this happened the other day. Oh! It was the first. This is the first time this has ever happened. I've ever heard of it, and I. I Eight two three zero nine six five is our number. All right, I want to hear if other people have run into this or if this was a scam. Okay, because I think it's a scam. I agree. And uh, they asked them to fill out 
uh, uh, application, mm-hmm. and they wanted seventy dollars <laughs> for the application. Now here's here's the thing: if you accept the people as a renter, I understand you should. And I think you should give back the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they don't allow them to live there, I think you should have to give back at least fifty percent, if not more. Right. But on this case, they needed to give the money back. My 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 son-in-law and my daughter were not accepted as renters because they were first-time renters. That's still wild to me. Now, well, here, well, here's the wild part of it. It would seem to me that when you're given the paperwork to fill it out before anybody exchanges money, right? It should be understood they should ask you what kind of past rentals have you done. Right. And if they say, well, we haven't, then it should be incumbent upon the person that's renting mm-hmm. to say, well, we don't rent to people that have no rental history. Right. This place didn't do that. Mm. They took their $70, knew, and were told, yeah, we're looking for a place. We've never had a place before, blah, 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 blah. And they took their $70, and then four days later, they send a letter to them saying, well, sorry, but you have no rental history. Uh, Everything else was fine, but you had no rental history, so uh, I'm sorry we can't do business with you. And they kept Seventy dollars. Now, I've been out of the rental thing for years. All right, I mean years. So I'm I'm wondering if anybody else out there listening to the show today, and maybe you're listening on, um, you know, Facebook. You're you're in in on this as well. You're watching. Have you run into this? Have your kids run into this? This whole thing about you have to have rent it before or we're not going to rent to you you know i i've heard that you know if you've got you know some marks against you on your credit right i've heard that and they might they may say well we want your first month's rent up front and your last month's rent up front i've seen that happen yeah i've also seen them if it's pretty bad they take the first, the last, and then they require a down deposit. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen. But never have I had anybody have their money taken from them and be told, well, we don't rent to people who've never rented before, and we're keeping 70 bucks that you just gave us to fill out uh, this, this application. And I think if, if it's a legal thing to do, I think a law needs to be passed that says that on the front of the application, it's, it should say at the top that first we do not accept people who have never had have never entered into a rental agreement. Yeah, that way you know what you're getting into. So um, I'm just wondering if anybody else has had, seen this happen or was this a scam? Yeah, because like I said, I remember there were no issues as far as, you know, my friend finding a place to live. And, um, you know, it was, like I said, it was his first time, you know, renting a place. 
he I don't think he ran into any issues. The only thing he needed me for was like, you know, as a reference for furniture. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. You know, my son in law has been working for two years now straight. And uh, he's in uh, the place that he's working at now has been over a year. He's making pretty good money. He works over uh, at a pretty a large, you know, facility in uh, North Little Rock and uh, is uh, there probably for as long as he wants to stay there. Yeah. And uh, he's making uh, a little over $16 an hour. So he's making okay money it's not what i consider great money but you can get by on it but it just doesn't seem right to me that someone can say they're renting a property and then i'm going to keep your money because you haven't rented ever before so i'm just again 8230965 that's the number here on the dave Ellswick show uh if you've ever heard this I like to to hear about it. Um, I've never had any problem with people I've rented from either. Gotten along uh, really well. The only time that I uh, felt like I I got screwed out of money uh, is I was uh, going. I was going to be working at WCCO in Minneapolis. I was moving up there. I had been at the station for a little over uh, a month. Things were going really well. I liked it. Uh, we finally looked for quite a while looking for a place to stay we stayed in one of those you know um, places where it's like a motel but you pay by the week you know and i paid by the month and uh, you had people come in and clean your room and all of that it's like staying in a motel basically and uh, you know linda my uh, my wife and i we enjoyed that it was fun uh, to do it uh, but uh, the radio station was sold and uh, the company who bought them came in, and uh, that to two weeks, I had went into a rental agreement and had put up uh, the first month's rent. That's what they wanted. It was a, for a really nice house overlooking a beautiful place, and uh, put paid up the first uh, the first month. And uh, a week later, I get called in with a third of the rest of the staff and all of our jobs were terminated by affinity radio and uh, they bought cbs or C- some of cbs's radio stations mine happened to be one of them and so i was out without a gig so i called the people and said look i i can't uh i'm i'm looking to uh i was looking to rent now i can't I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to go back where I was because I still have three weeks on my rental there. Might as well not be paying this other money and they wouldn't give the money back uh, because it said that uh, once you signed the agreement, uh, you, you couldn't get any of your money back if something happened like that. So I got screwed out of $1,200. Wasn't real happy about that, but I understood that, uh, you know, basically they had taken that piece of property off the market, uh, and we were we were going to move. In fact, when I got the word that it was I was on the gig, it isn't like I was told while I was there. I was told I was back in Indianapolis loading up a U-Haul with my stuff. I mean, seriously, I was loading my U-Haul up when I got the call from CCO, and they said uh, we're rescinding the contract, and I said. 
you're doing what? And they were rescinding your contract. And I said, uh, I signed six copies of my contract. They said, you got a copy of it yet? Well, here's the key. No, I did not. They had not returned my copy yet. It had only been uh, about three weeks. And if you know how corporations are, how slow they are, uh, and especially legal departments, I hadn't gotten mine yet. Well, I was lucky enough that Greg Garrison, who I knew really, I got to know really well, uh, his brother uh, ended up picking up my case because I went and said, I'm going to sue him. You know, I'm going to sue CBS. And that's pretty, let me tell you what, that, that that's not an easy thing to do. And here's what, I'll never forget, the guy's name was Chuck Dickman. What a great name for the way that he treated people. But anyway. He calls me, and he's, I said, well, you know I'm going to sue you. He says, well, go ahead. we got more lawyers than you do. That was his exact words to me. Well, that really ticked me off. So I got, got a hold of Doug, and we went to, went to war. And they, they had given me a letter of uh, what the, 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 this is what we're going to pay you. This is how much you'll get for this amount of time. And I, I ended up winning because that was as good as a contract. And uh, after it was all said and done, I walked away with about $60,000 total, okay? And uh, I was on the beach, as we call it in the biz. I was on the beach for about three months. So, you know, you're eating through that. You think $60,000 is a lot of money until you have no money coming in, and uh, and you got five kids. So, uh, we went. We were going through that, and then I ended up working, going to Lexington and working for a while. Did that for a year, and then I ended up in North Dakota. Did that for a year, and then I got a call from a good buddy of mine, Brian Jennings, uh, who uh, who says, "Dave, are you tired of being in the colds?" Because I was in Grand Forks, North Dakota at the time, and uh, it was about as cold up there that year as it is now. It was sixty-two below zero two nights ago there. And I said, yeah, and I'd like to go somewhere where it's warm. And he said, well, there's a radio station I know in in Little Rock that is looking for a talk show host. But they're also looking for an assistant uh, PD. Would you be willing to do both? And I said, yeah. And I came down and I uh, talked to uh, the gym, the, the GM here, and I ended up at uh, the other station I was at for uh, 14 or 16 years. For 16 years. And, uh, and now I'm here. But I've never in my lifetime uh, heard anything about if you have never rented a place, we won't accept you. Now, the way I'm getting around that, I've told them to get around that. You tell them you're renting from me. Because they're paying me. They're giving me the money. They're not paying me per se. I'm taking the money and putting it to the side, but I'm like their landlord. And so uh, I told them, just put my name down, use our address, and make that your home, your home of residence, and which it is, and that I'm your landlord. So they're doing that so they haven't run into that problem anymore. But it's crazy. That, that, that's a scam. I'm just telling you, that's a scam. And if that's legal... That needs to stop. I mean, I would be talking about this if it was somebody else's kids that got screwed like this. All right. Phone lines open, 823 
8230965. Have you ever heard of this happening before? Has it ever happened to you? Has it ever happened to somebody you're related to? I'd like to hear about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're going to take a break. Uh, coming up during this hour, Shane Stacks is going to join you uh, here in the studio with me. And uh, we'll talk a little culture. We'll talk a little politics. We'll talk a lot of different things. Zach could get into the you know the the uh, the the area as well and talk to us about all the different things we're talking to, and we're going to do just kind of a preform, you know, conversation. I have no idea what the topic is going to be. We're just going to top talk and we'll see where we go with it. Let's take a break. If you want to call in again, eight two three zero nine six five. I swallowed. I got it down there. All right, so Chris is in out, out in Darnell. He wants to talk about the wall. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm uh, 46. All right, you're 46. How are you doing today? I am good. I know this is kind of off topic. That's all right. The wall is always on topic on my show. I've been talking about it for years. I wanted to pitch you an idea of a possible source of funding for the border wall. Okay. Okay, I live in an area that's... Uh, high Hispanic population, and uh, I notice every time I go into the grocery store, uh, there's a lot of Hispanics send money home by Western Union. Why not put a small tax on all the money orders going south of the border and use that to fund the wall, and he could legitimately say that Mexico or South America is funding the wall. Yeah, see, I, I've said that now. You know this, Zach. You've, been, you've heard me say it, that this, they should be doing this. And I say it should be a uh, you know anywhere between a 7 and a 10% tax on all the money that's heading over uh, back to their borders. Thanks for your call. It's a, great, it's a great thought. I'm glad you're thinking about it as well because the biggest import after gas after you know fuel is money sent home to uh, mexico from the united states we'll talk more about this when we come back here on the dave ellswick show i believe there's a way of doing this and uh, we'll talk about it more after the news all right back with you here on the dave ellswick show and again just let me ask you that question have any is has anyone you know run into this problem they've tried to go and rent somewhere to live and have been told they do not rent the first time renters got to have some rental background uh and you've got to put up you know you got to fill out a form and somebody called uh, uh zach a moment ago and said hey i went and rented a place i only had a 25 dollar you know, you know that twenty five dollars I had to pay to fill out the application. Yeah, and uh, it was all about you know their their credit and all of that it had nothing to do with had they rented someplace before or anything like that. Except that you know you got to give your past where you've been living and you know probably usually back to you know four years or something like that. But the bottom line is, I've never in my at least in time that I had been finding a place to to live have I ever had to been told have ever been told that i can't rent a place because i didn't live somewhere i mean everybody's got to live somebody's got to start somewhere i can't i can't see them 
You know, you might want to say, well, since you have no rental history, you got to play first and last, you know, month's rent. I could kind of understand that. You don't know whether the person's going to be a, a good renter or bad renter. Maybe you want a, a deposit because you don't know, are they going to be, you know, clean folks or are you going to let everything go kind of go to crap and, you know, they've let stuff hang around and it stinks and they've left trash in the, in the apartments. I mean, I, I look, I've been in some people that I know gone to their houses and stuff and the most unsanitary places I've ever been to. I don't know how people live that way, to be honest with you, but they they do. So that's that's up to them. They're living in it, not me. I probably won't even visit again if it stinks and, you know, has, uh, you know, a sink just completely covered in dishes. I'll probably ask, hey, can I help you wash the dishes? i probably do something like that and help out. But, yeah, I just don't, yeah, kind of interesting. But I'm just interested if anybody's run into this kind of stuff. The other thing is we just talked to Chris Darnell. He he came up on his own with the idea of going to Western Union or, or Walmart or wherever they sell the this uh, you know the, the the ability to send money across borders and uh, you know if you're sending money certain places back to Mexico or whatever and people have been working here and things of that nature then uh, which it seemed to me that what you want to do uh, is levy a seven to ten percent fee on that money being sent back to Mexico. And, uh, you know, when you think that close to $3 billion comes from the United States every year from illegals uh, coming here and working and sending the money back to their families, personally, I have no problem with taxing that in some way uh, to get money for the wall. Be fine. All right. Jim is joining us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. So uh, let's see. Jim joins us. Hey, Jim, how are you? What's up, Mr. Dave? Not a whole lot. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I understand the question. That's happened to me back in my 20s uh, when I had to rent an apartment uh, in the can- uh, uh well, it'll never be. It'll never not be ULM for me. It'll always be NLU down okay. there in Monroe. But uh, yeah, I had to rent a, a, a housing facility area off of the beaten path there, uh, right outside of the school. Uh-huh. And and I had to pay. Uh, the the deposit was one hundred and fifty dollars, and I had to pay five hundred dollars deposit because it was the first time I ever rented a place. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and and then on the other on the other note, you're talking about the money traveling overseas by Western Union. That's only one tenth of one percent. You 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 got another probably three hundred million that's leaving this country uh, in all of these uh, vehicles that these Hispanics are coming up here buying at auction, and then they're going and picking up the drug mule money and they're muling the money back across the border. Yeah, that's probably uh, in these cars. Yeah, and so I mean, the, the, when was the last time you saw the state police or anybody like that with one of those combinations of vehicles pulled over on the shoulder of the road? And I'm sure 
your buddy over there at Sonny's can tell you a mad story about how those guys are outbidding him and oh, paying yeah. more money for for the cars that they're buying and cutting our market down on uh, having good quality salvage vehicles for him to sell parts off of. So why can't we just add a you know a millage tax to that for the miles that they travel back? You know, because they're buying these cars from all over the United States and Canada. And so why can't we just add a millage tax to that for them driving across, you know, three and four and five and seven hundred, a thousand miles back to Mexico, but, you know, inside the state of the, inside of the United States. And there you go. Uh, there again, Hispanic, the Mexican people are paying for the wall. I'm with you. That sounds pretty. That one really sounds good to me. I, I would agree with that. That that's a good way of uh, you know making extra uh, extra money off of this stuff. Uh, I'll get you know RG has talked about it a lot here on the show. He's not just bidding uh, against uh, other you know folks that uh, you know have salvage yards and stuff like that, but he he is bidding against people who live in. United States and are taking these cars back over the border and and selling them for a considerable profit and I've I've not been one of those people that are all for taxing but if that's what they're doing then I think that some kind of a like an excise tax added on that would all go to building a wall building our the barrier that we need because I don't look I'm seeing barrier because I don't want you Democrats to start melting down because you know the money's going to be used for a wall. The barrier, uh, the bottom line is that I'd be all for that as well. And that is a way to make, you know, the people who are coming across the border or and, and using us to make money, uh, and they're not looking to help our country or anything like that. I think that's a way of, of getting them to pay for the wall. Shane Stacks joins us. Hey, By the Dave. way, I enjoyed the uh, – I, I, I enjoyed the uh, – the joke you sent me. Yeah, that was courtesy of Mr. William Burkeen. Actually, after I sent it, I was like, I should spring that to Dave on the radio. And by the time I thought about that, you had already replied. So I know you'd already yeah. seen it. But yeah. yeah, and I saw another one just like it that I that I, I did about yeah. Mary Poppins. Well, yeah. There's a bunch of Mary Poppins jokes out there. Yeah, she's uh, she's somewhat relevant in pop culture again. Yeah, she is. So, Absolutely. Uh, I've got, why don't we just call the wall or the barrier, whatever you want, a fence? It's really. I don't it care. It's just a big fence. Yeah, and everybody accepts the concept of fences. I, I guarantee you, most of the people that don't want the wall have a fence if they own a house. You know something else? I think that we could go out and 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 put Rottweilers and Dobermans uh, in a running kind of a running lane up and down by the fence because how many people have dogs? Right. You know they keep. Uh, the bad people away from them well, what i don't get every country and i know this has been talked about before but i don't get to talk about it much uh you know on the radio or whatever these days uh because i do so much geek stuff I, every country even like third world nations have borders that they defend and they want to control who's coming in and out of their country so this concept that we shouldn't somehow you know control a uh, a a wide open border is is it, because it's immoral it's immoral it's hate it's hate if you do what everybody else is doing and 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 control your borders uh 
you know, and as far as the, the, uh, you know, I heard you talking about driving in the, uh, sort of a, a fee or a tax or whatever you want to call it on certain goods or money being sent to Mexico. Yes. I'm actually kind of in favor of that, regardless of do we need to fund the fence? Uh, and I'll tell you why. There's a difference between, you know, everyone's like, hey, we're supposed to be compassionate. Well, America is very compassionate uh, in, in very in, in many ways. The argument that a lot of people are trying to present is because we're we're trying to do something about this one issue is that suddenly we're hateful where there's a difference between being compassionate and being taken to the cleaners. And and as most people know, or I, w- I would assume that are being listening to your show, whether it's Mexico, l- let's let's make up a country. Let's call it <laughs> let's call it Canico. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a no, country. Wakanga. Wakanga. Uh, well, no, because then that opens up a whole nother. People are like, no, you're trying to keep. So I'm not even going to go in there. Canico. Well, uh, I, I want to do that because I want to keep all of the technology. Yeah, I, w- I would love to have a trade deal with Wakanda. But uh, <laughs> so Cansico, we share a wide open Cansico. border with Cansico. And they are, uh, regardless of, of who lives there or what their culture is, a lot of people, and everybody knows this, are coming into our country uh, because they see opportunity here. Uh, they're not patient or they don't trust the system enough to go through immigration. So they come here illegally. Okay, people aren't illegal, but they can take illegal action. So you come here illegally, not undocumented. Because if I go decide to live in somebody's house, I'm not an undocumented owner. I've broken in. Uh, so, and and so they're coming in, uh, and and they're doing a lot of work and, and not paying taxes. Or in some case, some cities have got this weird. They pay a little bit of taxes. I don't I don't quite get it. But the point is, they're not paying back into the system like the majority of the people that are here and working. And on top of that, they're sending a lot of money and goods back out of the country. So we're getting hit twice. It's not whether we think they're good people or not. It's not whether and some of them legitimately. Yeah, they're trying to escape a bad situation and come work hard and work a better life. But there's a lot of scumbags coming in, too. Yes, there are. And and Mexico's encouraging that because they don't want them. That's one of the reasons I guarantee you that Mexico. Just like Cuba. They don't want them back. So. Uh, and they want that money coming in. Like you said, you know, it's it's the second biggest import. Uh, I don't mind people sending money, working hard and sending money back. But, yeah, tax it or, you know, recoup some of that because they're benefiting from our system but not putting back into it. Um, so, yeah, I have no problem. And it doesn't – it's not about whether they're Hispanic. It's not about whether they're European. It's not about whether they're Asian. It has nothing to do with it. It's you take all of that out, and there's some core economic principles that we have to deal with. And in all of these countries that talk about how shameful America is right now, they have a regulated border. Yes, they do. Why are we not allowed to? In fact, they just worked the the uh, fence, making it even tougher uh, between Mexico and. Uh, What's the country? I'm not what, sure. Uh, is it start with the G? Guatemala. Guatemala. Okay. Well, why are we not so allowed to control our border? Why is that hateful? We've always because had an immigra- Nancy Pelosi said so. We've always had an immigration policy. I and, know we and have. We've all, and and yes, we benefit from immigration. It is, but we're talking about legal immigration. Mm-hmm. We have benefited 
from immigration our entire history as a nation. We have the right to tell you why you can come, how you must come, Mm -hmm. and we have the right to tell you you can't come. Well, I was, exactly. I was just talking to somebody work-related the other day that is going to a European country. And one of the statements they made is, I can only stay so long I don't have a visa. Right. So it's almost as if that country is saying, you know, you have to meet certain qualifications to stay longer. That's exactly what they're saying. But that is that hate? No. But, you know, the people for I, – I still don't understand what – I, I don't. I don't know. It's but see, kind of if, if, if that's Europe, right? Uh, then the people who are not against it say, "Well, that's socialism," and so we'll. Yeah, we think that that's just fine because it's socialism. Well, another thing that William Burkeen posted recently, he said, "Socialism is the only system that that after you vote yourself into it, the only way out is to shoot your way out." That's so, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> socialism and communism. That is so true. <laughs> Yeah, Bill is yeah, really Bill's good been about on a that. Roll lately, but uh, you know, uh, so you know, it's again, socialism and communism look great on paper, but they nobody ever factors in the human element, and they're like, well, why is it going to be any different this time? Well, because it's us doing it. What amazes me is when yeah. we say that we want to build up a barrier, they say, yeah, like like the Berlin Wall, and it's like, no. The Berlin Wall was built to keep people in, right? not keep people well, out. And they also, like, if we – building a fence – I'm going to keep calling – I'm going to start calling it the fence okay. because how can you argue against a fence? Well, we don't, we, don't, we don't want to hurt the feelings right. of the, of the so, left, I so, agree. Yeah, because now wall and barrier have become – Trigger know, words. Yeah, so a fence. And, and anybody who says – takes offense to the word fence. You say, it's like, can I go to your house and see if you have a fence? You say wall. Wall. You're saying you're a yeah. racist. Right. I know. That's a, that's a, that's a racist dog whistle. Don't right. You know? It's crazy. But uh, anyway, it, there, there's so much stuff wrapped up in here. But we, we've, as everybody knows, we've gone literally cuckoo insane uh, with our national discussion. Yeah. There's, I mean, it, it, stuff that should be as obvious. Got to be quick but listening to this show. Yeah. It's got to be obvious. Yeah. <laughs> right. I got, heard it, yeah. We got a good break here. <laughs> yeah, right. That's our cultural reference for today. We got more coming your way. Shane Sachs is going to be here until 6 o'clock. Stick around. The uh, conversation is going to go everywhere. You can get involved in it, 823-0965, 823-0965. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Sitting here, stream of consciousness, whatever happens across our mind while we're talking together, we'll probably chase it down for a while and then chase something else if it gets in our head. It's the way the show goes. It's a fun way of sometimes doing talk that's radio. The, sometimes that's, you get into some of the best topics that way. Well, we've already had somebody else you know, offer different ways to pay for the uh, defense there on the southern border. And uh, he came up, well, he came up with the same thing I had done a couple of years ago about taxing the money going across the border. People come over here. They're not interested in giving back to this nation. It's only what they can take from the nation. And uh, it's about $3 billion a year. That's a lot of money. Well, and that's it's a double whammy because in a lot of cases, no taxes are being paid in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh so 
Well, here's here's a, you know the thing that uh, I want to add to this. There are a lot of people that want to come here and work hard, work real hard, and you know build a new life and all of that. Uh, and I, I got nothing against that. Uh, you know, people make fun of Hispanics in different ways. When I'm not, I'm not like that, man. I mean, I see a lot of people out there working hard because they they have opportunity here. They, I see a pretty moral people. Yeah, too. I see a very moral moral people, uh, a very hardworking group of people that they're not afraid to work. Uh, I got I got nothing. You know, I think there's some people that are opposed to any sort of immigration whatsoever. It's like, and I am not like that. Uh, but I am not. I am not for encouraging illegal immigration just simply based on, well, where they're coming from is kind of tough. There's people all over the world that got it tough. Yep. Uh, there's people, uh, we, we can argue. You know, argue, I hate to say this. What? I've had it tough. I've had it tough a few times. Yes. Although, although I obviously don't recognize my privilege, so I've absolutely, I've never had it tough, but I, I think I have. My, so My white privilege? Yeah, my white privilege okay. has, has made it, uh, my white, was it cis male? I'm a white male, cisgender, uh, straight. So I, is, I have, isn't that right? Since we're straight, we're cisgendered, we're right? Cis something. I was born that way. Yeah. God, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was born. So, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I've obviously never had to have a hard time in my life ever, right? Uh, but you know, you could argue like, you know what? It's kind of harder to find certain jobs here in Arkansas. So I should just be able to charge into some other state and not pay taxes there and, and get a job. State gender. Right? You're holding your <laughs> that's statism. You're holding me down because I live in Arkansas. That's what it is. That's yeah, what it but is. It, exactly. I've got, there's more opportunity in tax in tax uh, Texas. So I should just be able to disregarding any laws that exist whatsoever and just go to Texas and do whatever I want. See that's the the the, the argument f- against all of this trying to secure our border, it doesn't scale. It doesn't apply anywhere else. But somehow it only applies there because of hate. And guess what? That's the reason so many people want to come here. <laughs> That's right. exactly the way it is. Dear government, after a 47-year war on drugs, you can't keep drugs off the streets. You can't keep drugs out of the elementary schools. You can't even keep drugs out of your federal prisons. Yet... You want me to disarm myself and trust that you can keep guns from criminals. Something just think about. Yeah. It was sent to me just a moment ago. All right. Dave Ellswick's show. Shane Stacks is here. Good to have him here. Shane does radio right here on Saturdays. Get it underway at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Same place. Get have talk. a lot of people like uh, our our last uh, show yeah, that we did it's together. always a favorite yeah last week was the most anticipated geek movies of 2019 yeah there's mm-hmm. a lot of good ones out there one of them's coming next weekend alita battle, battle angel. angel we'll talk a little bit about that in the next hour here on the dave ellswick show more coming your way i tell you what, i'm james bennett is my pastor out at new life church in in cabot and he's such a great guy, and he's a great man of God, and he's got a big heart for the lost. And I really, really, really uh, like this guy and, and, and love him a lot about what he has done. And he, he just posted on my Facebook uh, and a lot of other people's Facebook. It's not just mine. Uh, and, and we're going to have a mission trip uh, coming up, I believe, in November. Might be 
you know, September. It says the Nepal mission trip interest meeting this Sunday at one thirty, and I'm thinking about going to sit in on this. It says, 18 years ago, I went on my first overseas missions trip to Nepal. I landed in the middle of the Himalayas and was dumbfounded at the scope and enormity of those majestic mountains. Little did I know that God was getting ready to wreck me for the lost and broken in a way that would solidify the course of my purpose and calling. He showed me that those mountains paled in comparison to the width, length, height, and depth of his love. There is no soul God's love doesn't seek out. He just needs willing vessels to carry it. This September, I'm going to be leading the team back to where missions started for me. So I got to find out where he's talking about in, where when in September and find out what the price of this is going to run. Because I, I would love to go to Nepal. I really would love to go to Nepal. I mean, they got a Christian church there. They got a, the foundational churches there, and dude, I would so like to do that. Now, who is I missed the who was that from? That's from my pastor James Bennett. Okay, cool. That's where he started eighteen years ago. Fantastic. So, it, you know that that'd be cool. And I'm looking, look, check out the picture. This is from eighteen years ago. Wow. And there's the, the big Himalayas yeah, behind him, and amazing. all of that. Yeah, looks great. And can you is it Nepal where you can get a Sherpa? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go Those get a Sherpa. Sherpas, you know, the, because they've been raised there. Uh, the the amount of oxygen they need in their blood supply is much less than us, right? Because they've grew up in that high altitude. That's why you see them when they're humping that stuff for the climbers and stuff. They're got going up and down the mountain with no problems, right. hardly at all. They're just okay. What's wrong with you, American? Huh? Hmm? Well, here's what I want to know, Dave. <laughs> here's what I want to know. Okay. Do Sherpas like Sherbert? <laughs> oh, jeez. And if so, what? Like Zach. Okay, Zach. What? But do you think Sherpas you like likes Sherbert? Do you think Sherpas like Sherbert? I'm just. I don't know. You know, I tend to like the one that's got orange and lime yeah, together in them. I'm actually not a big sherbet guy, but that's my favorite. Yeah, I think. And I like the lime that's like if you can get, you know, like uh, key lime pie where yeah. it hurts back here. Yeah, and you're kind you of know, you who are watching. On yeah, you're back, kind of pointing back to here. your uh, back what, here. What are those called here. your uh, the glands. The glands. They feel them when you go to the doctor. Yeah, the, uh, I forget what the gland. Lymph nodes. Coming lymph back nodes. Back the lymph nodes. There. Yeah. Okay, so they go. You you do that. You know, and I just uh, and they hurt. You know, it hurts, and you can get sherbet like that, and it's good. It's real strong. Yeah, it's good. It's, real it's really good. I got a message here from a listener, Dave, if you want to hear it. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't wanna, I don't know if you were going to segue to something else. This no. is Otto. I'm yeah, sure I know, you know Otto. Yeah, good old Otto. Um, longtime listener. He supports a lot of the, the charitable stuff that you do and that I've done. Uh, he said you should look up the show on Netflix called Border Security. Uh, it's Canada's Frontline. Uh, then it's it's border security at Australia's front line, and then border security at America's front line, and uh, and I guess it compares like how the border security is done. I bet theirs is a lot tougher than and us. He, according to the, he says it's hard. He said, see how hard it is to get into those two countries, and he's talking about Canada 
in America. I mean, uh, Australia. So mm-hmm. why is Canada not hateful for having strong border security against America? Because they're not, they're not, they're not America. I mean, isn't the medicine up there so much better? Isn't that what everybody says? Yeah, because true. when things are bad in America, they always say we're going to move where? Yeah. Canada. Yeah. So it's obviously better in Canada. So that's very hateful for Canada to have a strong border, border security. Border town, and, is that what it's called? Yeah, border town. Uh, look up the show on – it's called border security. Seem, uh, oh, border security. Okay, yeah. I got border town. Okay, border I'll security. I'll copy this and text it to you. Okay, that's all right. I'm, I'm, you got I'm it? just bringing it up here. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, almost as um, if your phone is connected to a series of interconnected computers and networks upon which you can look up okay. information. Border security, America's front line. Yep. This reality series chronicles the behind-the-scenes action as U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents safeguard the nation's crossings and ports. Looks like it's had it's two seasons long. First season is 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19... 20 well this may be one and two yeah. it's 28 episodes well you said that one's just canada evidently no maybe. this is uh looks like a looks like america okay because there's evidently there's you know how you got like uh not cis what was the uh darn it the ncis not ncis the uh crime csi, CSI. new orleans and csi los angeles LA. all right so this is evidently there's border security canada and then there's a show border security australia oh, cool. and then there's a show border security america which you know the border security america is a keystone cops like dramatic comedy uh, where everybody's trying to figure out how do you protect a border if you don't actually enforce your immigration policy or build, uh, you know, fences. So it, it, the other two are dramas, but that the America one is is a is is a, a Keystone Cop was the Marx Brothers, uh, Three Stooges style yeah. uh, farce. They were great. Yeah, Keystone Cops were great. Yeah, just talking about. I was talking about earlier today. We were talking about. Uh, Laurel and Hardy, and that movie out, Stan and Ollie, that's out, and Steve, um, uh, what's the uh, English comic who plays? I know who you're, I, I guarantee who, who you. Who plays, know yeah, I know, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. but he plays uh, uh, Stan, and then uh, who who's the guy that was in, has been in the, uh, he did, uh, oh, God. Just the homies here just recently. The Charles homies? C. Riley. Ah. He's playing um, uh, Hardy. Yeah, I think it up. is. Ollie. He plays Ollie. He plays okay. Ollie. Stan and Ollie. Yeah. All right. Let me. Hold on. You know, I used to love uh, Abbott and Costello. Oh, I'm a huge Abbott and Costello. Well, they used fan. to run them on TV a lot. I yeah. Hardly ever, but, and they, they met every monster, every universal monster. No, oh, man. They but, were great. Uh, Meet Frankenstein is one of the great movies of all time. Yeah, I love all the Abbott and Costello. Abbott. Yeah. Uh, and was that was Abbott and Costello where Who's on First came from? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but then I saw uh, what is it? Uh, Laurel and Hardy. They were great yeah. too. And I'm like, I, I bet you that was an inspiration for Abbott and Costello. Uh, you don't think so? I uh, always assumed that growing up. One of my favorite Laurel and Hardy shows is the piano. 
You ever seen that movie? Mm, no. Where they're movers? No. And they got to move a piano, and no. all these steps that they got to go up yeah. to deliver the piano, and all of their travails as they're trying to get the piano up the side of a hill. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It sounds good. I, oh, lo- I love so that physical slapstick fun. comedy. Yeah. You know, and you watch the old uh, black, you know, even the silent pictures. Um, was it Char- not Charlie Chaplin? Who did the General? The movie, The General, uh, about would, the train. Um, no, that's Buster Keaton. Amazing physical comedy. Yes, that guy was in shape because he did some crazy physical comedy. Well, and yeah, it showed how hard. I mean, Lloyd is the same way. He's the right. guy that hung from the the, the, the hands of on the, the clock, on the clock right. and all that. And that was without a net, folks. But the, <laughs> those guys are crazy. But, uh, you know, Buster Keaton, had, have you ever seen the one where he's standing and the front of the house falls off? And it falls in the And the, the, the window, the yeah. window goes right around him. And, they and had that's, to pl- that's, that's somebody that's thinking out things. They had to plan everything to a T. Yeah. Because that thing could have killed him. Yes, it would have. But he stood there and, and the house falls over and the window lands on he's him. Open. So he's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. So, but he was so funny. In the, in the general, which the great, great scene in that is where... He's trying to rest, and he sits on the steam locomotive, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there, and it starts up, and he's riding on yeah the, the little wheels. The pistons or yeah. whatever that are moving. His <laughs> he was like it was it was almost supernatural how physical he was. I mean, he was doing some crazy stuff. See, in what's so stuff. sad about that is that his career like ended with the silent yeah films. I last night I was talking about. I stayed up late. I was was a little slow on on the, the upswing today because I had gotten I was watching TMC last night because they're showing all of the uh, Oscar winners. Oh, okay. So last, last night I picked up the 1939 version of A Star Is Born with mm-hmm. Frederick March and Janet Gaynor. Oh, so they're actually showing winners. Yeah. Like, this is, okay. And so this yeah. is I mean it, it's such a great movie and i think the, the other ones i mean chris chris officer and then barbara streisand and you got this newest one with lady gaga and, and bradley cooper good movies don't get me wrong nothing like the bradley original the originals were yeah. were great well i'm sitting there and i should have known better as <laughs> i i ended up not going to bed until almost two o'clock in the morning right because right after they did star is born right singing in the rain singing. came on and if i st- if right. I watched the, from the very first There's notes, no way you can stop. I can't stop. Well, and that is, Dave, that is my, this is one of the things why I, I like streaming TV. Yeah. And I like being able to get anything I want off the internet. Don't get me wrong. But spontaneously coming across something late night on TV is some of the best TV watching you can ever do. Well, they, I love it. A lot of the yeah. stuff they, they show is, is uh, you don't, you can't. They don't show it any of the time. I saw something about they were advertising on TMC on Friday nights, uh, and I, I had to look. I was, I think, starting at about nine o'clock. They now have this uh, thing called Underground. Have you seen this, Zach? No. Yeah, it's on T- TCM. It's Underground, and it's all of the kind of radical horror and thriller kind of movies like and stuff. kind of stuff that caught yeah, everybody yeah, by like, surprise well, i mean movies like you wouldn't see at any other time like z have you ever seen z about greece it's a political thriller no, set in greece it's a great movie no. uh-uh. great movie haven't seen it since the 60s because look i try 
I tried to show some of those movies as classics here. Nobody was interested Nobody in seeing them. They don't. Yeah. They don't understand. I, I wanted to show. Uh, it's called Underground on yeah. which channel? I got to look this TCM. up. TCM. It's on TCM. Okay. Turner Classic. And what was the movie I showed? It was um, Blowout. Was a takeoff on it. Blow Up. That's what it was. It was Blow Up, which was about Vanessa Redgrave and and uh, and she was a, a model. And then you had uh, this guy that was a photographer, and he discovers that he is he has taken pictures of a murder. And in mm. this and in this movie, he is blowing these pictures up to the sizes of the wall, so he can get more detail. Yeah, so he yeah. can just you know, it's all grainy, of course, super grainy. But he's trying to figure out who the murderer is. And so it's a great movie, and it gets a real good feel of the '60s when it came out. And I showed that movie. I was all excited because we got it. And I remember uh, that. Uh, Matt was able to finally secure it. We 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 showed it on thirty five millimeter at that time. Three people showed showed up. up. Yeah, it's it just it broke my heart. Well, it's, it, and here's I found their looked them up. It's a weekly late night cult film. So yeah. if, if they determine it's a cult film, uh, then they'll play it. And this is interesting. Uh, it was originally hosted by Rob Zombie. I guess back cool? in the day, yeah. So it started in 2006. Okay, see, I've never yeah, heard of I've it. I've never, yeah. That's why I love flipping late night TV. You're like, what is this? And then you just stumble across. Like, I used to watch, uh, I'm not trying to be all holy, but I used to watch, like, <laughs> Sundance Channel and oh, yeah. IFC. Because you find stuff you're not going to find any other way. Yeah. And some of it's really good. Well, there's you know? some real good movies out there yeah. that they weren't big hits, Um in in the theater, people liked them. Uh, the critics were crazy about them, but it, they weren't mainstream. Right. I mean, do you remember the conversation with Gene Hackman? I do not remember. I don't well, know he, that yeah, get, you got to see that. Uh, great movie. He was the guy that went in and put in bugs. Ah. And by the end of the movie, you are so paranoid. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're just paranoid. <laughs> you just know they're there. Yeah, you just know yeah. somebody's listening to you. It's a great movie. If you've never seen that movie, I got it. Let me see if Netflix has it. Just well, it's called the what now? The, the Conversation. The Conversation. I'll see if I can find it here. Hold on. Yeah, we, I'll tell you who we need in for a, a discussion like this is Mark Pellegrini. Yeah, I, he's, you know, he's a I really like yeah. Mike, Mark a well, lot. He's a font of information on he's just he's got these deep movie and pop culture uh he's like me databases in his you know head. that's why i yeah. like him in that he likes watching movies that are not the big movies that right you know all these people wanted to do let me see well he's also a big don't uh, have it. obscure horror movie fan yes I mean, he, he is. watches a lot of really obscure horror movies and i go kind of deep there uh, but, I mean, Mark is way deeper on that particular niche than I am. All right. So the conversation, just to give you a breakdown of it, here's who's in it. As I'm a, a big fan of the movie, I'll just give everybody. Gene Hackman, John Cazale is in it, as well as uh, Alan Garfield. Cindy Williams, of all people, is in it. From uh, Laverne and Laverne Shirley. Shirley. Yeah, yeah. yeah Shirley. I mean, movie. Yeah. This movie came out in '74. It's a uh, a paranoid, secretive surveillance expert 
has a crisis of conscience when he suspects that a couple on whom he is spying, uh, uh, on whom he is spying, will be murdered. And he's a devout Catholic, a lover of jazz music, who plays the saxophone while listening to his jazz records. He is a San Francisco-based electronic surveillance expert who owns and operates his own small surveillance business. He's renowned within the profession as being the best, who uh, the one who designs and constructs his own surveillance equipment, but he's an intensely private and solitary man in both his personal and professional life. I mean, everybody he telephones that are clients and stuff, he does from a pay phone. And when he's out in public, he talks like this. Will go over. Yeah, probably so. I have no idea. Covers up his yeah. mouth. Always telephoning on pay phones in part intended to control what happens around him. Just interesting. It's a great movie. I've got kind of a funny stu- true story related to that kind of thing uh-huh. uh, that our mutual friend Jimmy Looney told me. You know, he used to be in the FBI. Right. Uh, I don't know if we, I don't know when you're hitting a break or not. I don't know you if got, I have time. Go ahead. You got, yeah. you got a few minutes. So, so the FBI will if they get a warrant you know they don't they don't just go do this stuff but if they have probable cause and they want to collect information on somebody they will do very clever uh you know the stuff you see in the movies surveillance where you know they replace a a like a lamp in a basement and they paint it up to make it look just like a lamp that's already there and they replace it and stuff like that well i guess the guy in in jimmy's office that that did all that stuff uh I was like, man, I've got this one's beautiful. I've got it. It's perfect. And I guess there was like a birdhouse near yeah. near the the uh, the subject they wanted to surveil, if that is the correct oh, word. Okay. And so he came up with some thing where they put a camera and all this stuff in the birdhouse to uh, to watch whatever it was they wanted to watch. And then this was back in the day. I don't think it was so easy to just get everything beamed to you over the internet, right? Right. So they had they had to give us some time and go back to get it. And they this guy bragged about this this birdhouse camera for he's like, it's beautiful. It's gonna be the best stuff we've ever gotten. <laughs> I I've amazed even myself. And they got the footage back and all it was was birds pecking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah jimmy okay. can tell you some good stories all right we'll come back here yeah. in just a moment let me tell you one more that you, you got to see yeah all right okay have you ever heard of the the parallax view i've not heard of that i know what parallax is but i don't, I don't know that movie okay yeah. warren Beatty. yeah early warren Beatty, 74 and paul apprentice uh along with william daniels hume cronin and uh earl hindman and just to give you kind of a feel for what the movie is about. Well, I'll tell you about that when we come back. i got to get a break in. Right. Let's take the break. The Parallax View. This was one that I may show. It'll have to be next year because I already got to You've set up. schedule. So yep. this may be a 2019 from 1974, same time that the conversation came out. And I'm just telling you, it, it all plays together during how people were feeling. It was right mm-hmm. after Watergate. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to give it to you when we come back. All right, so the conversation in the parallax view I was mentioning, then we started we ran into Clute and we ran into 3 Days at a Condor and all the president's men, all of these are early 70s. We'll come back and talk 
more about that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We've got to get the news. Let's catch up a little bit, see what the president's up to here on the Dave Ellswick Show. The All right, back with you. We were just talking. I get, we're going to talk about this movie because it's so great. Blue. David Lynch is one of the great directors of our time. And he did a movie called Blue Velvet. You ever watched that movie, Zach? Oh, dude. I mean, this is like, have you watched I Saw the Devil yet? Come on. You got to watch that movie. I keep telling you, that's, that, that's better than And Then Came the Night. That was a good one. But, you know, I Saw the Devil, South Korean. It's really good. But uh, Blue Velvet was, I'm just going to tell you, this is not everybody's cup of tea. It is an unsettling look at uh, a life that, you know, you look at life, a lot of people look at life and they go, oh, it's so nice and pleasant and beautiful. And the opening shot, (coughs) I've always ranked this as my favorite opening shot. Uh, Only one other one that I might like is uh, that I would compare to this was the one that Charlton Heston was in that had that huge long tracking shot uh, at the very beginning and uh, Orson Welles directed the movie and I can't think about it it, but it's we're talking about uh, race affirmation Um, Charlton Heston paid the Mexican sheriff in it and they had him made up to look Mexican darkened his skin and everything wait a minute wait a minute they had brown face (laughs) yes yes if you did it, well, I'm we, just telling you. If you we did can't that, show that movie now. I know. If we did that movie right now, shot for shot, dude, the uproar would mm. be beyond belief. But you got this shot, and it's this Rockwellian town. Touch of evil. Yeah, touch of evil. Touch that's of it. Evil. And you're watching this, and it's the the fire department truck is driving down the road, not not going to any calls or anything. Just going through the kids are running along the side of the road chasing after the fire truck and just all this americana stuff mm-hmm. going on and then the the camera oh yeah i forgot one of the really good parts of it they show <laughs> a man working in the front yard of his home yeah watering his grass and the camera zeroes in on the hose and starts going down the hose, and it comes to a place where there's a knot. You remember this? No, I, need to go, I haven't seen it since the 90s. It's in I the hose. Watch this and the, the water pressure is starting to balloon up behind the knot, and, and you know, it's making the noise. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, this guy grabs his heart. And he starts, uh, he's suffering from a heart attack. Which is what that would be. That's the, exactly the what it would be. So they're showing, yeah. they're showing that. And then when the guy falls to the ground and he falls and his, the, the left side of his face, if I remember correctly, is on the ground. And the camera comes down. It goes past his lifeless eyes and into the grass and down into the grass and to the roots of the grass and there's all these grubs eating the roots of the grass. It tells the whole story, basically, yeah, of what you're, you're going to see yeah. through this movie. It will it will bother you. This movie bothers you when you I see just, it. I remember I watched it a lot. Like, for whatever reason, me and a lot of friends watched it over and over in the early 90s. 
we were all in the Air Force. I had it. I'd recorded it off Laserdisc on the VHS, yeah. I'm sure, and I just watched it over and over because the acting, the the personalities and everything in oh, it Dennis were so Hopper, crazy. Yeah, Kyle MacLachlan. Who's that, the, who's the guy that has the uh, the house that they keep going to? Uh, Dean Stockwell. Yeah, Dean Stockwell's in it. He's Laura so Dern's good in, in that yeah. movie. He's a creep. All I mean, there is, yeah, there's just so many good monster. I can't think of that woman's name now. It is Isabella Rossellini. There you go. Yeah, Isabella she's the, Rossellini. She's, she's the great. one who. She's the one that connects uh, Kyle's character over to Dennis Hopper. Yeah, because Kyle yeah. and Laura Dern are yeah, I forgot working Laura Dern together. Was yeah, in they're that. working together to try to solve. That's when she was being really, uh, yeah. she was being really um, courageous in the role she chose. I mean, she yeah. did that. She did Wild Hearts, Wild at Heart with, yeah. um, oh, uh, crazy actor guy, yeah. uh, Cage, Cage, uh, yeah, yeah, Nicholas yep, Cage. Yep. I mean, good movies, yeah. but good movies. By the way, hey Zach, look and see if you can find on YouTube the Sandman, sung by Dennis Hopper. See if you can find that. That's from, but my favorite, I think. No, what it was no, he didn't sing it. Dean Stockwell sings. Is the it song. Dean Stockwell that sings that? I just there. I don't know that this movie, Blue Velvet, which is a it's an unquote, artsy movie. Yeah, it's a quote unquote weird movie. If <laughs> if all you want to do, it's a cult movie. Yeah, uh, but it you know it, it's got so many. It just made an impression on me. It was. It's definitely David Lynch. It makes you think. Yeah, and it. Uh, it's my favorite. No, it's my second favorite Dennis Hopper part. My favorite Dennis Hopper part. Period is the photographer that he plays in Apocalypse Now. Oh yeah, he's great. He's like, man, you just you don't know, man. He's just yeah. you know he's man. He's just he's just speaking, man. You know, he's just, yeah. he's that spaced out photojournalist yeah, guy. I like that, and I yeah. like, and of course, Easy Rider. I loved him. Yeah. Easy Rider. He's great in that movie. He was a great actor. He was. He was a great patriot. People don't know that about Dennis Hopper. They think he was some just drugged out, you know, hippie. Right. Sandman. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. The Sandman. Bring me a dream. No. Yeah. It's not that one? It's no. That's not the song? Nope. No. It's not. I'm coming up with a Candy Color Clown and all these different songs. Yeah. Right, let me look. See, okay. see if you just kind of run over and look up Dean Stockwell, S T O C K W E L L, and see if you got a copy of him doing. Is it Sandman the or song. Candyman? The Candyman. Oh, Candy. Yeah, yeah, the maybe, candy yeah, Candyman. Candy maybe it's yeah. Candyman. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I don't think it's the one that uh, what's his name did Sammy Davis Jr. I don't think it was that one. Oh, it was done by uh, Orbison. Orbison. That was one of his songs. Candy Color Clown. No, oh. that's not it. Uh, Dean Stockwell Blue Velvet song. Let's see here. Okay, there you go. Well, try I'm, try Dean Stockwell Blue Velvet song. I'm trying to see what he's saying. Let's take our break here in dreams. And we'll look at well, Australian no, Dreams. No, it it does seem like it's candy colored clown. We'll yeah, that's all that comes up with and dreams. But I guess okay, and okay. dreams. Does it come up with Dean Stockwell doing it? Yeah, but it looks like Dean Stockwell is singing both yeah. of them. Yeah. he's possibly singing candy colored clown or in dreams. Okay, try in yeah. dreams and just play it a little bit for me. This is one of the. This song means a lot in the movie. Dean, yeah, we got it. No. Well, we got to do an advertisement first. All right, take the break, then we can get it ready, and then we can play it. But that, that's coming up. Don't go anywhere. We got good stuff for you. 
A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep, everything is all right I close my eyes Then I drift away Lip-syncing this, acting kind of like a drag queen. Yeah. While Dennis Hopper sucks pure oxygen <laughs> from a mask and gets amped up. It's crazy. It's, just, it's, it's David it's, Lynch. It is creepy as all get out. It's classic David Lynch. This is Twin yeah. Peaks, early Twin Peaks. Yeah, if you like Twin Peaks at all, you probably like this. Although yeah. this didn't get as crazy as Twin Peaks because it was only probably, a two-hour movie. Probably but. his most acclaimed movie. This movie? Yeah. I would turn it up a little bit. This is a song that was made famous by Roy Orbison. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can hear that as he's yeah. singing. Yeah, you got to, well, Here he goes. He's going to go up now, yeah. yeah. That boy could sing. Let me tell you about Roy Orbison. He went through some tough times, though. Well, his he's house also- burned down and killed his family. I didn't know about that. Yeah. My, mom, my mom didn't play a lot of music in the house. But she would play a Roy Orbison record over and over, and it was one that had Pretty Woman and all this other stuff. And then she played some Elvis, and had a set that played Jim Croce. Nothing you know, against Croce. Linda Ro- Ronstadt, yep. but her Blue Bayou Just wasn't. pales to what well, Roy Orbison Well, let me did. tell you about Roy Orbison, and then I know you want to talk about this Dune casting. I do. I want you to tell me about Roy it. Roy Orbison not only had a, a unique, great voice, Yes, he was, he was truly... Operatic voice. He is a perfect example... Of you can be an ugly dude, but if you can sing, there'd be some women's liking you. Oh, now, hold on. This, if you're watching on on uh, Facebook right now, are we on right now on Facebook? No, we got issues. Okay, so you can't see it. Can't but I'll, see. I'll just do it for Shane here. Yeah. Here he is performing. Yeah. <laughs> the dude looked like a, a goblin wearing sunglasses, <laughs> but he got the women's. They had the darkest sunglasses yeah. ever for him but he had great voice oh and he was Lord, a true back before mtv came along you could do that you could be a megastar and look like a goblin it's harder now <laughs> you can still do it but it's harder now than it was then but i have great sure. memories of roy orbison because my mom would play uh whatever album it was i think it was a roy orbison greatest hits or something but, the, al- the song yeah. that he could do could bring me to tears is crying Yep, it's a good one. Oh, um, it's a great. Who who came on and, and did it again? I don't know. Somebody else had a big hit. I don't know who was with it. that. And I'm trying to think. It's a. Gotta think. I'll, I'll get it in just well, a second. Here's I'm going to lift up my glass of water and toast Roy Orbison. There you go. For a goblin, <laughs> you and a man. <laughs> Unbelievable. I just, right. I just everyone thinks it. I just say it. No, he's, I, I don't know. He might be the most amazing guy in the world. Hold on. Here know. it is. Here it is. I got to show you this. Oh, stop. Freaking commercial. Yeah. Go away. Okay. Hold on. It's, I'm skipping the ad right now. All right. You're going to get the.
good song. Oh, it's a great song. My favorite is... Great song. Where he says, if you happen to see the most beautiful oh, girl, yeah. tell her I love her. My, mo- my mom will play that one over and over. Now, look at that, Dave. The man's a goblin. Now, oh, yeah, You know, yeah. I'm just saying. All right, so... Here, here's what I was making fun about is right. when he performed. Look at... <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a... <laughs> It didn't matter back then, though. He, had, because you he didn't, just had his Gibson, as yeah, I had. Most of your uh, fame was going to come from the radio. You know, yeah. It didn't matter if you had stage presence or See, not. that's one of those songs yeah. that I can hear, and I just, I just, I love it. I, yeah. I melt listening to that. Right. I, know, I know all you women out there think that I'm this really tough dude, but I have my softer side. <laughs> If, in a, if you were in an if you were in an action movie, would you save the cat? I could. Yeah, you'd I could save do it. the cat. I, I'd jump out of the window into the top of the tree, pull the cat. You down would save the cat and the puppy at the same time. Yeah, I could do both of them while the mobsters are. But mowing there's another down the song that bullets. I feel the same way about. What's that? Harry Chapin's Taxi. That one I, I don't. That one I don't have oh, that's instant that's knowledge about, of. About a guy driving a taxi, right? And all of a sudden, this woman gets in, hails him, gets in. And it's a girl that he used to date, and they were in love with each other. And she went on to marry some big hot whoever, big yeah. wig, lots of money. And then she like there's a part in it says, "So how you doing, Harry?" And he says, "How you doing, yeah, Sue?" That sounds really familiar. It's a great yeah. song. It just it's one of those. It's such a story song. And Harry Chapin was such a great writer. Well, I sure. and I, I want to get to the Dune stuff, but I will say, and it doesn't make me melt, but I love the song. I love the story that the Pina Colada song That's good tells, story. That's right? A good so show. they're they're dissatisfied with each other, or so they think, and they both place personal ads. Mm-hmm. And, Guess who they meet? And they meet up in their, and they realize they've answered each other's personal ads, and they're still the perfect fit for each other. And I love the story of that. That's such a great story. Yeah. Okay, so here we Before go. Before you start, yes, I got to take our final break. Okay, yeah, we got, we're done. Okay, go ahead. We're done. Okay, so the We're new, um, the new Dune movie is coming out oh, soon. Man. Good. Um, and there's actually a really good documentary out there. I can't remember the name of it. There was, but there was a Dune project back in the day. Uh, I can't remember the Jadarowski's Dune. Dune, I think. Anyway, there's a documentary. If you get a chance to catch that, it's fascinating. But there's a new Dune movie coming up. Uh, that they're they're casting for and everything, and it's and the director is going to be Dennis Villanueva, I believe is how you say it. Here's some of the casting. I love his movies. Well, throw us one, Sicario. Oh well, there you go. That was uh, we talked about Sicario and Sicario Two on our yep, show. Yep. Yeah. So Hell I don't in high water. So Paul Atreides, who is the main protagonist in the first Dune story, is going to be. Played by somebody named Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who that is. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is going to be Lady Jessica, his mother. Uh, Oscar Isaac. And this is, you know, he was in Ex Machina. He's in this new Star Wars movies. Uh, you know, he's popping up a lot. Um, he's And he was Apocalypse in the X-Men movies. He's going to be Duke Leto Atreides. Um, and that's going to be should fit real well. Well, the problem is he's not going to last very long unless no, they unless they change right. up the uh, unless they change up the story. Uh, Dave Batista, Drax yeah. himself, is going to be uh, Glasu Beast Rabin or Raban. I'm trying to remember who that is. Um, I don't know. If, I'm trying to think. Is he like a 
I, I, I can't remember that character. Do you, Glossu Beast Rabon? No. I don't remember that character. <laughs> There's so many weird yeah. names in that movie. I like the sandworms and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, that's their core to the whole thing. Haviar Birdom, or Bardom, is going to be Stilgar. And if I remember right, Stilgar is like the main desert Fremen that they, that they uh, you know, takes them in and everything. Stellan Skarsgård is going to be Baron Harkonnen. That'd be good. Now, the David, that's how we got on David Lynch, because we were talking about Dune. Yeah. The whole thing that David Lynch did with Baron Harkonnen floating around and, and <laughs> having those zits weird. and stuff, yeah. that was totally David Lynch. I know. That's, that's not. Uh, and then Charlotte Rampling is going to be the Reverend Mother Mohayim. She's probably the one that's going to be like, uh, that makes him stick his hand in the box. Yeah. Fear is the mind know, killer. To be honest, and all that. I just. That movie, when I saw it initially, yeah. was such a disappointment because I read all three volumes of the Dune. You know, it was just, the original Dune. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, if you're a sci-fi fan and you've never read Dune, you've never read sci-fi. Up to God Emperor is really, it goes yeah. Dune. I think it's Children of Dune and then God Emperor of Dune. I yeah. think those first three are, pre- but the first Dune book oh, is amazing. It's, it's tremendous. Uh, it's standalone. Uh, but anyway, this is that that list was actually courtesy. I just happened to see it on Facebook from my friend Richard McBain. He comes on Shane Plays Geek Talk sometimes, so he's a he's definitely part of my geek crew there. So Richard, if you happen to be listening to this, thanks for your list. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think his motivation that. for doing this film is because it's just like with Blade Runner. He feels that no one else can do it correctly. I don't it's, know how you. Well, go ahead, Zach. I interrupted you. Oh Sorry, no, that buddy. was basically all I was going to yeah. say. Just well, here's he, the key, though. It's important that you follow the book. Well, how do you tell that book in two hours? Oh, you can't. I mean, that's why they've even miniseries haven't really been able to capture the bottom. Everything about Achates, the book. I mean, the the young Achates. But it, I mean, getting to that point, right, is a three hour movie. Yeah, because what happens is, if if people remember, is that. Uh, like way in the future or whatever, there's all these like almost royal houses or noble houses. And the emperor says that the Atreides have to take over Arrakis. And, and it's, it's, a, like, it's like the crap planet. Right. But it, it, it's the spice, which everything <laughs> but depends on the, the spice. spice but the yeah, planet stinks. But it, like the book tells you, and none of the movie adaptations ever have really, that the emperor did that in purpose to put the Atreides in a bad spot so that they would fall. Yes. And Paul was not supposed to survive and nope. lead the Fremen and all that stuff. Yeah, you got to yeah. love it. Is there so much good stuff going on in that? And then when you get to the part where you fir- the first part in that, in that book when the sandworm appears mm-hmm. is incredible. Well, I, in the movie, they did that pretty good. They had Kyle MacLachlan. Right. And he's, he's like, an ornithopter. They're out there drawing the, right. the snow uh the snow the sand, the sand uh yeah. worms and he and they're riding them like out of moby dick right yeah that's just correct that's stuff. like your rite of passage to become a fremen yeah. is to show that you can ride a sandworm but yeah ride amaz- amazing snake. story let me think about that when you heard them saying ride the snake that's what the doors were talking about they were talking about dune yeah all right yeah, I have discovered that you and I are both big Doors and Jim Morrison oh, fans. Huge Morrison Lizard fan. King, baby. You better believe it. He, I no one here never, gets out alive. I've, only, I've never seen until In Excess, and the guy that was the lead singer right. for them, that had the charisma that Jim Morrison had. Well, Jim Morrison's also, I mean, he got into music and songwriting 
But he was a straight up genius. I've I've got interviews with him with him where he's predicting what's going to happen in twenty or thirty years, like with music and technology, and he's nailing it dead on. Yeah. And it was like in a PBS interview or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he died young. He died twenty seven. Really, yeah. I've been to his grave in uh France, in Paris. Have you? Yeah. And I got yelled would, at by the guard because I all I wanted to do was sit there and drink a beer at Jim Morrison's grave, and, and I got chewed out hard. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, that same year, Jim Morrison was it Janis Janis Joplin yeah. and Hendrix Hendrix. Wow! In one year, in one I never year. realized all twenty seven years old. Wow! Talk yeah. about the day the music died. Yeah. Wow. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amazing. I know that the song is about other, but I'm saying wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. What are you talking about this Saturday? Uh, tomorrow we're talking about a uh, a classic and much beloved uh, RPG game called Traveler, which is like a space uh, RPG way back started in 1977. And I so. got to get I got to get you and Sheila, sweet little Sheila, Sheila the lovely yeah. Sheila. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll play that song off of my phone when I finally meet her. Okay. I'm Have you not met Sheila? You never I, met I Sheila. I don't remember meeting her. Well, we're gonna do a, a, we're gonna a go movie out night and do a dinner, and then we're gonna yeah. play games. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. I told her we're gonna do that. All right. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Yeah. That's one of those in the future. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you on Monday. Don't forget, God gave you a whole week of life. The least you can do, give Him an hour on Sunday. See what He has to say to you. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. <laughs> 